Good morning, everybody. Let's see if we're live. I got a really good one for you today. I, I can make that call. Um, we have, we're going to talk about the financial system. I'm going to relate it to Wizard of Oz, but it's not going to be a full Wizard of Oz stream. Uh, you know, what it means to have the world reserve currency, what I see coming, stuff like that. I have uh, an interesting take on Andrew Tate. It's actually a more mature take than my original one about uh, him becoming uh, Muslim. I, uh, you know, like, like the, I'll, I'll get to that. I also want to talk more about Kanye West. I have located his house in Idaho. And a former prime minister of Israel spills the beans on the great trick. Okay, let's see. Feel the Oh, today's going to be a really good one. I can feel it already. So, uh, yeah, my, my opinion on Andrew Tate becoming a Muslim has changed um, with more thought and more uh, counsel with friends and people I know, and um, specifically a Muslim friend of mine. When I was like, dude, this is this sucks. You got to tell everyone he's a liar. And he gave me some really good advice that I think can be um, applied to a lot that's happening right now in life. Hello, Denmark Bear. It's great to see you. Uh, I've located Kanye West's house in, uh, in Idaho. It's, it's interesting. I, I have a picture of it if you guys want to see it. It's Because it, for those of you that don't know, Kanye West recently bought a house in Sandpoint, Idaho. So uh, the synchronicities are getting a little wild. Uh, Kanye West is no longer a billionaire, which shows you that no billionaires are actual billionaires, like the public ones. I bet Elon Musk, if he started getting quote-unquote anti-Semitic, would no longer be a billionaire in about a week. So that means they're not actually billionaires. Rewatching all streams to experience Owen yell at God about gambling debts, Florida, and Indians. And to see him check in with the almighty creator to see if a stream went down, going to be a fun year. That's hilarious. For those of you that don't know, there was a, uh, there was a, um, a, a, someone who wrote me a letter yesterday that said that every time I said cod, he thought I was saying God, which made everything uh, really, really funny. Good morning, Balance Bear. Uh, cod, let me read the Super Chats right now, and then I'll show you Kanye West's house. It's Trust me, it's really interesting. And then we're going to check in on Jacob Rothschild. Um, an Israeli spills the beans. Family Guy spills the beans. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to show you what the world would look like if instead of the word white, the uh, news reported the word Jews. Okay, BB, I had a black coworker say, I'm stealing one of those Kit Kats. They've been staring at me all day. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. You hear George snoring? I think he just heard me say that and he stopped. Oh, yesterday, by the way, if you're a, a feminist, never wear one of those septum rings. I had to put one into my calf yesterday. It's super degrading for a living woman to put uh, one of those rings in their, in their nose. Uh, just letting you guys know. All right, a couple super chats here. Riverside Bear, hey, BB, happy birthday to Mama Jean. Yeah, today's my mother's birthday, 81 years old. It's awesome sharing a birthday with her. Indeed, it's a proud day. Vegas Gravy Train, sitting with my 10-year-old daughter at Sushi. One of the roles was called 911. She commented, 911, wait, Dad, 911. They planned it. You're right, honey, they did plan it. Right, kid? Indeed. 
Tem Temujin Bear. Hey, BB, love you, man. Haven't listened for a couple months because my wife and I had a baby girl. Yes. Without you reminding me not to be afraid, I don't think I would have uh, have my baby here right now. So I thank God and you for my blessings. That's so sweet, man. There's no better feeling than that. And uh, I'm glad I could help in any way I can. Polak Bear says, just like Q had Trump work a phrase into a speech tip top to validate the PSYOP, maybe you could have Kanye work a phrase into one of his interviews to confirm he watches your streams. Maybe something like bananas are yummy in my tummy. Well, I just threw out a phrase on the Instagram stream last night of uh, corrupted royalty. If he uses that, that's a confirmation. But if not, I literally don't care. I found Kanye's house in Sandpoint, Idaho, because I was just so curious if it was big, small, how much land he had, like what he was planning. And guys, this is Kanye West's house in Sandpoint, Idaho. Um, for those of you just listening, it's a giant boot. It's a boot house. Because Kanye West has been making, or Ye West has been making overpriced moon, dudes, moon boots for uh, Negroes on welfare to spend all their money on for the last 10 years, hasn't he? So that's, for those of you that have been uh, viciously and violently damaged from the COVID-19 vaccine, that's not actually his house. It's a joke. Okay. Uh, Sherry B. I wouldn't be surprised if he just bought the house here as an investment property because you know, he probably already made a hundred percent on it. I don't even know if he's planning on living here, but who I literally don't care. I heard it was a banana boat. No, it's a shoe. It's a, it's moon bootaria. Okay. Here is an example. If you substitute the word white for Jews in guardian reports, how Jewishness poses the greatest threat to us democracy by Steve Phillips, a guardian, huh? Jewishness is a pandemic. Bear in mind, these articles were the word white. Whiteness is a pandemic. Opinion. America's problem is Jewish people keep backing the Republican Party. Huh. That sounds a little anti-Semitic. The Jewishness of wealth. Why black Americans pay higher taxes. Okay, would you like to see the point of the word anti-Semitic said to you by a former prime minister of Israel? And uh, in today's episode of Spill the Beans, here we go. Um, often when there is dissent expressed in the United States against policies of the Israeli government, um, uh, people here are called anti-Semitic. Uh, what is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? Well, it's a trick. We always use it. When sure. from Europe somebody is criticizing Israel, then we bring up the Holocaust. Oh. When in this country people are criticizing Israel, then they are anti-Semitic. But, but, but a trick, wait a minute. So someone same named Shulamit Aloni, a former Israeli minister on democracy now, huh, hang on a second, is, is, but, so that's not a Jew? Huh, I gotta, I gotta figure this out, hang on, so, so let's hear her explanation of what the, the attack of being called a anti-Semite is. Called anti-Semitic. Uh, what is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? Well, it's a trick. We always use it. Guys, they know it's a trick. Like when they call you anti-Semitic to stop criticizing their uh, gangster mob cartel of your entire currency, they're aware of what they're doing. It's in a little book. They have a little trick book, a little prank book called the Talmud. 
when from Europe somebody is criticizing Israel, then we bring up the Holocaust. When in this country people are criticizing Israel, then they are anti-Semitic. And the organization is strong and has a lot of money. And the, the ties between... Has a lot of money. They, they make all the money. <laughs> you think they have a lot of money? They have the legal ability of creating as much money as they want in the, in the world. <laughs> the Israel and the American Jewish establishment are very strong, and they are strong in this country, as you know. Yeah. Uh, they have power, which it's okay. They are talented people, and they have power. Money. I stand with that Jew. So you know, everybody switched their their you know their the, the hero is George Floyd. Why can't Kanye West be more like George Floyd, right? I stand with black skin. Weren't they just, oh no, what, what they did recently was I stand with science. Isn't that what they said? So if you're against the COVID-19 vaccine, you're against science. Now, if you're against central banking practices, you're against Jews. Well, which Jews? I stand with that Jew. I stand with the Jew on, that's explaining the trick. I think that's a damn good Jew. And I stand with that specific Jew. That Jew. I like her. What's her name? Shmuley McSchmierbagel or something? And uh, media and other things. And their attitude is Israel, my country, right or wrong. The identification. Okay, so, so Israel, my country, right or wrong. That means that if, if they're pushing something immoral, as long as it benefits Israel, it's good. Okay, that's literally what they're doing. It's pretty, and they find it very funny. Would you like to see Jacob Rothschild have a nice big laugh about... Uh, about COVID, watch this. So Jacob Rothschild and this little gremlin are having a nice laugh about COVID-19. Watch this. Everything. And, and in a way, Corona has slightly, I'm afraid, eclipsed the importance of this conversation. No one's saying Corona isn't incredibly devastating, but actually we do need to think long-term about the planet. Yeah, and it's a distraction, well, more than a distraction, it's a tragedy, but uh, oh. it does have that. Oh, so cheeky. It's so cheeky. He said he called COVID-19 a distraction. And then they both had a nice laugh. And then he said, oh, oh, oh it's more than a distraction. It's a, it's a tragedy. But we have to focus more on getting rid of, you know, gasoline so we can control these fucking niggers, right? It's great. Watch this again. Yeah, and it's a distraction. Well, more than a distraction. It's a tragedy. <laughs> oh, Jacob. Oh, Jacob Rothschild. You fucking bean spiller. Okay, here's Family Guy spilling the beans. This is a little sketch called Jews after Kanye West's anti-Semitic rants. God, an angry mob. I've got to swallow all my valuables and get out of here. <laughs> Did you see the mob? Did I see the mob? Why else am I here? <laughs> oh. It's so fucking true. I love it. All right. So anyway, so that's just a little history. Now let's talk about the financial system. Uh, oh, and also, Ye is a bit of a time traveler. Check this out. Because I relate to what he's about to say here. And this is one reason why they have to delete you off the platforms. Because all this shit I was saying four or five years ago, now people would love. They'd watch it and be like, holy shit, this guy's right on the money. Well, listen to this. This is great. If you look at an interview from me from 10 years ago, everybody says, I love that interview. 
People didn't love it back then, though. That's right. Because I was speaking to the future. That's right. I'm 10 years ahead mentally, and I'm trapped in today's time. And every now and then, I crack you a smile for 2013, but I'm cracking you a frown for 2023, and I'm focused on what it's going to be. Just mark. That's 2013. So back then, people would be like, man, I love that interview you gave. It's like, back then, they didn't. So this entire system, so what I write about that, because I, I feel very similar to him in that. It's not about hatred, obviously, or blame, or, oh, shit, I can't. Can I intend? Oh, no, we'll just do it. Oh, I got it. Awesome. No, I don't. Can I intend? Hang on. I'm pretty sure. Something just happened. Hang on a second. Is Kyneton here? Last night's stream was fire. Nice. Well, the only place it'll ever exist now is unauthorized.tv because I'm pretty sure my Instagram just got deleted. Oh, again. Literally, it's fine. And I think it has to do with Andrew Tate, but I can't, I'm not going to make that exact claim. God has not updated me. Oh, it's fine. Oh, okay, cool. Um, look at me blaming a gay guy for no reason. Okay, so what did I say about that? And I had some comment. Oh, yeah. All the attacks they're doing on him right now are kicking him out of a failing system. Me and him both know that what the future holds, and it isn't grabware finance-driven fake brands and empty art. Hollywood agents are travel agents that refuse to accept their entire business has been replaced by anyone with access to the internet. The three things that can never be hidden for long are the sun, the moon, and the truth. And speaking of Andrew Tate, let's, um, I can't read what I wrote to Mohammed. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. He's six foot seven too. He looks like a real crusher. I can figure it out. Uh, Hijab. So Mohammed Hijab is having Andrew Tate, um, on his, on his show. And so I posted this and I was spiraling a little because a few Muslims were writing to me like, you got to get, you got to help him not corrupt Muslim men and blah, blah, blah. And, and I get it because I was feeling the same way. And so I was writing to one of my Muslim friends like, dude, this is bad for Islam. And my friend gave me unbelievably good advice that we can all, um, we can all learn from, myself included. I was totally wrong about my reaction. So I posted this video of Andrew Tate. And I said, uh, because like huge, huge, huge haram, which means sin in uh, Islam. And if you read all the sins of Islam, they're, uh, they're identical to Christianity. There's no difference, except a lot of Muslims take it much more seriously. And so I kind of look at the Muslims a lot of the ways I look at the Amish or other people that I feel like I'm really rooting for to hold down um, some semblance of reality in this you know, in this ever-changing world. Like, I like their stubbornness. I like that they refuse to wave the rainbow flag and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, so a few of the, the, um, the, a few of the major haram is telling lies, bribery, women imitating men and vice versa, the pimp and the one who permits his wife to fornicate, um, uh, 
Yeah. Showing off and good work. I, I failed on that yesterday. I was a little too arrogant about, uh, about the good shit I've done in the past, <laughs> but my intent, swear to God, my intention isn't to exalt myself. It's to show that the, that doing good works like, like when you do good to, no one's going to say you're doing good at the time. Two and a half, three years later, you're going to feel good about what you did. Like I do it as a, more of a teaching exercise than to want praise in my defense. But I do, I feel like yesterday I was a little bit, um, I was a little bit, you know, talking about how I really hope I'll die with peace and I'll feel good about standing up for kids and being against the vaccine and stuff. Like I don't want praise for myself above God. Um, that's not why I do that. I'm trying to educate people that in the moment, everyone's going to act like you're the bad guy, but over time you'll feel the warmth of good deeds. That's, that's why I do it. All right. So anyway, like what, um, uh, yeah, telling lies, blah, blah. So here is Andrew Tate. And so, so the reason I was angry about him claiming to be Muslim and him doing all this is because I'm under the assumption that he's lying. But one of the main things in Islam and Christianity, it just isn't uh, practice as much, is you don't know what's in another believer's heart. Like to make the, dis to make the decision that someone's a liar, uh, you know, is a, a form of blasphemy because only God can know what's in another's heart. And so, and I'm going to read what my friend wrote. It's really beautiful and it can be applied to, to a lot of people, including myself. And uh, so I'm looking at him saying that he's Muslim, wearing his gay faggy fucking shades on a podcast, trying to, um, trying to, uh, you know, get his status and his money. And Muhammad Hijab even wrote this as a post, and I sent this to my friend, like, isn't this a problem for Islam? Muhammad Ajab said, the messenger of Allah said, two hungry wolves roaming freely among a flock of sheep are less destructive to them than the passion of a man for wealth and high status are to his religion. And I was like, so how is that not a problem for Islam? And, and my friend was like, no, it's his religion, not Islam. You know, a, a, a sinner, a, a, a hypocrite, because in Islam, the hypocrite is at the lowest level of hell. Like below everybody is the hypocrite. Below the murderer is the hypocrite. They hate fucking hypocrites. That's why they have such a problem with Jews. Not Jew, Jews as individuals, but the Talmudic practice of cleverness and chutzpah over truth because um, they hate the, the misrepresentation of, of a man. And so that, so my friend was like, oh no, it'll only hurt him. You can't hurt uh, Islam. And so I thought that was very comforting because when I uh, showed that, my, so my entire attack on Tate from him claiming to be Islamic is me claiming to know his heart where he's a liar and he's saying this to corrupt Muslim men and to fool people and to trick them. And uh, because in my opinion, Literally right now, my opinion still is that, but I can't know that. And so that's why Muslims always welcome in new Muslims, regardless of what they've done in their past. Because when they say the, I believe it's called the Heshada, the Sharada or something, it's like a, an oath they 
It's like when they say this phrase, they are now reborn because they have knowledge. They have awareness of God and God's laws. And then they're judged by a different standard. So my friend was telling me, he's like, the only person that will be hurt by evil is him. So he's now going to be, so you're welcomed in Islam, no matter what you've done in the past, murderers, pimps. Uh, my friend was telling me about a, uh, a hadith of a man who ate part of his like relative's liver, you know, uh, shahada. Thank you, Habib. And, uh, and so, you know, part of me wanted to warn the flock and be like, no, no, you know, young, cause young Muslim men, I give me a lot of hope because a lot of them are very aware of sodomy and, uh, all kinds, and there's tons of hypocrites everywhere. There's, there's people that, you know, when I was in the middle East, you'd see wrecked Lambos everywhere and hyper materialism in Kuwait and all this stuff. But again, you don't know people's hearts. It's only between them and God. And so I was like. I was like, uh, oh, this guy's going to fucking trick a bunch of Muslim men, but you, you can't trick the truth. And so, um, and so my friend said this, and I, I screenshot just to remember, he said, Tate may very well try to leverage truth to bring Muslims into his business. And you can say the same, just substitute Mus Muslims and Christians for like, um, who's that little scammer that, Kanye loves to work with their uh, Joel Olstein or something, right? Because this applies to me very deeply because I'll see like a Nick Fuentes or somebody. And in my opinion, is trying to leverage and subvert people based on the truth of the Bible. Um, and it, it bothers me, but I don't, I can't make a claim on his heart. Even like the people that I think are scum, like, uh, but like, you can make a claim on his behavior based on the fact they call themselves Christian. You understand it? And Muslims have it in the same way, except they have it more strict because they have a codified law called Sharia law. And so that's why you'll see a lot of bad behavior and transgression amongst the royal class in uh, a lot of the Middle East, but they don't do it publicly. They, they keep it private because uh, most of the population can recite the Quran like by memory. And so there's a lot more hidden uh, haram than public because they can't, like one of my friends, um, he's not my friend, I mean, I haven't talked to him in years and years and years, but uh, Russell Peters is really a big comedian in, um, in the Middle East and China and India and all these places. And he was on Leno one night and he was talking about how he was in some prince's basement and they were shooting a machine gun made out of gold and he's telling this funny story and the prince fucking like calls him like right at like right after it aired and he's like my friend why did you say that on television my friend because um they're not supposed to do that shit they're not supposed to be that gross and brag about it that's why they like to hide it you don't have to hide having a lot of wealth but you're supposed to hide like uh haram over there all right, so anyway, my friend said, uh, Tate may very well try to leverage truth to bring Muslims into his business or impose misogyny to Muslims or something, but Allah will allow people to see the deceptions if they are sincere, and also men will be inspired to learn about Islam and practice it for real. All things are good. That's why I love uh, God's name being God, because God is an old word, an Anglo-Saxon word, uh, Ang word for good. Like that, which is good. All God does is good. All of it. 
Uh, isn't Russell Peters the richest comedian in the world? Probably, because he, he's been on gold for a long time too. All the the Indians are very good with money, like the the Brahmins. Uh, anyway, um, all things are good, and if the wicked try to do bad, it is our responsibility to uphold wisdom, and their bad deeds will be made good, because bad is destructive and wickedness dies off, but good will grow, and that's a beautiful thing. To be at the level where, because I needed to hear that because I was um, pissed off and I'm like, man, are these fucking Muslims going to be so thirsty that they accept some dude just because he has clout, you know, and that's not a good thought because it doesn't matter. If you have like um, a, a, a religion and a, a law and someone transgresses it on the metaphysical level, it's only on him. The innocent are forgiven. And, uh, and so if, if Andrew Tate now reads the Shahada and now is going to be judged based on the laws of Islam, then that's on him. Because I played this, I posted this video for Muhammad Hijab to watch and be like, this is the guy you're dealing with. The women who were on stream were beautiful, but they didn't have a fucking clue what to say. They were saying all the wrong shit, man. Every day they were saying the wrong shit and we were losing customers. Everything I was telling you earlier about wanting to be innocent. They're saying, oh, I've been here, I've been there. I'm like, shut the- Just real quick, uh, um, you're only hearing yourself when you lie, yeah. Lady QAnon version 6 million says, just Google teacher requirements 1915 and look how similar those rules are to Sharia. Yeah, it, it's Christian law. And I know pe there's, there's minor differences, but it's so it's so much better than anything in the current established Christian, um, uh, you know, expectation of the flock. That that's why I've always gravitated towards um, a lot of these uh, Muslim and Islamic practices. Because if you go back, because my family reads a lot of old novels, like really old, like Little House on the Prairie and Farmer Boy and all this shit, and you might as well be talking about Qatar. It's like the women wear cover their heads. You know, they, they can't be left without male accompaniment. It's like this, 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 there's no debt. Lying is seen as really, really bad. Like all these punishments. It, it, you're reading it. You're like, Oh, this is just the traditional God fearing, God loving way of living. And so that's why I can inter inter interchange Christian and Muslim so easily, even though it appears it's so different. Like, Steven Crowder, who's allegedly this voice of Christianity, is ranting on and on about how different countries need to be more tolerant. Oh, Russia's intolerant of homosexuality and stuff. You know, it's totally inverted. And so a lot of times people uh, view Christianity as like a gay theology where it's like all about accepting homosexuality and sodomy and inversion and sin and all this. And it's not. It's not like... Christianity still isn't that, no matter how much the the uh, hypocrite wants to uh, wants to pervert it. Okay, so just watch how fucked up this is. You're talking to some dude. He doesn't want to hear where you've been. He knows you can't be a halt. You can't be a ten talking about the, how you've been to Dubai with, to, to some fucking dude in Minnesota who's fat. He ain't gonna ever believe that he's gonna get you that way. You gotta got lie to him. You gotta lie to him. She's like, lie and say what? Say that you've never been anywhere because you don't trust men. You can't find a man who's serious. Make him think that if he's serious about you, that nothing else matters. Wow, you gotta put a famoose on it. 
So I'm trying to teach these women, and the women kept fucking it up. So I said to, said to them, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking over. So what I did is I unplugged their keyboards <laughs> and plugged a new one in from me behind the screen. So the chicks would sit there and hit a, a keyboard that wasn't plugged in. And me and my brother, and eventually some staff I trained, would do all the talking. The girls were just pure, just famosers, just laughing and doing this, the titties out. And they were talking to fucking ice cold hustlers. We were taking their money, all of it. And they, they'd come and say, <laughs> what kind of, all of it. We were fucking milking them dry. Women haven't got a clue how to famoose a dude. They don't have, because they rely on their looks. They don't have any of the intellect. They have no game, nothing. <laughs> they're something, though. They're, they're nothing. They're something. Nah, you get, you get a man. You get a man with game and give him a female's body, a female avatar, we he will fuck a guy up. I had these guys selling their houses, life savings, loans, all of it to me. Give me it all. Okay, so my, my new position on this is that's the past. If he really wants to be Muslim and he's claiming to be Muslim, he can't do any of that anymore. And so I was asserting that he's a liar. But again, people need to have another chance. Everyone's gotten more chances. I mean, if you saw me 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, you would see a more immoral person. And so who amongst us can judge someone that was in ignorance? And so... Um, and so, yeah, if he wants to uh, start over, but he, he has to condemn all of that. He has to condemn all that or he's a hypocrite. Like you can't just keep doing all that sin. Not only can he ha does he have to stop doing that, he has to condemn it. He has to say he was wrong. He has to say that according to, to fit logically with Sharia law, he can learn to be Muslim in jail too. Yeah, totally. Because he's facing human sex trafficking charges. You know? Some people change. I have a devout Mormon friend who used to be an e-pimp. Yeah, yeah. I don't personally think he's changed. And I have a right to have that opinion, but I don't know. You know, he take off those faggy fucking sunglasses and stop selling hustle. If he's selling that to young men and if he's trying to just expand his business model to include Muslims, he's in for a, wi a, a wild ride. Because to be that gross, uh, I wonder what changed him. I don't know if he's changed. I don't think he is, but he might be. And unless you leave the door open for change and for redemption and for repentance, then, um, then you're, you know, you're, you're transgressing the, the role of God. Because who amongst us, you know, who amongst us hasn't and still will and still need redemption and learn more now. And you're, you're only responsible for what you're aware of. It's a marketing ploy most likely. Yeah, but it might not be. Trust me. No one wants to fucking hammer this dude more than me. He bragged about getting me kicked off Instagram for pointing out he's facing like rape charges and shit. But if you really want to get next level... It, like Christianity, Islam, like these things aren't like guys clubs. They're, they're metaphysical, uh, you know, acknowledgement of a higher law that isn't on this earth. God will keep the door open, mine is shut. And that's totally fine, I'm Yeah, same with me.
But to say he's not a Muslim is a transgression. For me to say Nick Fuentes isn't a Christian is a trans. I don't know. For me to say uh, uh, Steven Crowder isn't a Christian, it, he's, he's violating Christian law to the point of death penalty. But I don't know his heart. And I know that seems like I'm, it's just like so obvious not, but you don't know though. You, you really don't know what's in someone else's heart. It's not going to stop me from making fun of him. Didn't he call you a liar and had your Instagram account banned like a month ago? That's a quick 180 turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And Steven Crowder will probably dress as a sexy girl tomorrow, which is banned by the death penalty in the Bible. Right? But you can hold people accountable for the law. And I'm not saying to kill Steven Crowder. The, the, our society is so far away from that right now that it would, it would take years and a lot of... Uh, a lot of teaching and a slow incremental return to biblical law before you're, you're swinging an axe. You know what I mean? He can learn from Roosh. Roosh took a financial blow by taking his own books down and no longer partakes, partakes in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're right, BB, and don't get soft. I mean, I'm not soft. I'm not soft at all. It's, it's way stronger and way harder to to take the road that I'm trying to explain right now than to just simply say, oh, what a fucking liar. Because that closes the door on, on so many people from, from recovering. Because right now you're probably seeing a lot of people in your life just starting to see some glimmers of the truth. And if you like say you have no way out, you, t you, you said everyone who, took, who, who was against the vax is an idiot, you have no way out. Like you suck. You help get me fired. You fucking right. If, and I have that instinct to do that with a lot of people. And I still will do that in a sense, but spiritually when it comes to their relationship with truth and God and what their intention are, uh, I can't make that claim. Cause if I make that claim, you enter a weird realm of like you, you're, you're, you're God. If God's mercy, the whole point of Jesus dying, like, right, right. Yeah. Crowder's not even hosting a show anymore. He sits in the guest chair and makes the old guy host the show. Uh, yeah, but see, that's the thing is good grows and lies die. And sometimes it takes lifetimes, but it's true. And that'll bring us to the talk about the, the global finance. You definitely pulled me out of a lot of these current things and news in general, increased my trading profitability too, says Persian Jew. I'm making the Jews more money. Think about that. He has to repent. Yeah, I, and I'd encourage you guys to check out his interview with Mohammed Hijab, a six foot seven legend, and see if Mohammed Hijab holds him to the fire and says, like, do you? Because right now, Andrew Tate, according to right up to date right now, he's pro transgenderism, homosexuality. You know, he sells women, he lies, he misrepresents himself. He's a pimp, he's a, a alleged rapist. You know, he loves usury, loves guiding the youth down a path of destruction. Horrible, horrible shit. But if he repents and says, yeah, that's wrong, that can do a lot of good in the world. Because the farther down you go, like the more of a sinner you are and the more you turn it around, it's actually really powerful. Like imagine if you saw Jacob Rothschild on his knees, weeping to God, begging forgiveness for what he's done to the global financial system. That would be a beautiful moment, you know? And you gotta give people an out 
you know, not to be, not, don't be soft. Don't be like, you know, but if you don't give someone an out, they're never going to go out. And so you're actually doing the devil's business at that point. We all die. You know, there's no escaping this shit. There's no escaping what happens when you die. So we can, uh, you know, figure it out as we go. And that's, uh, and that's my, my take on that. By the way, for those of you that don't know, I've, I've located Yee's house in Idaho. It's pretty impressive. That's where Kanye West is going to be living in North Idaho. Uh, the locals aren't happy. I'll tell you that. For those of you just listening, it's a giant boot. It's a joke. I did not locate his house. Everyone has a way back. Yes, everyone. And the farther you go, that's why I think, because I was really disappointed in, in some dudes that I, I kind of know, like Eddie from the Dean Show and all these people. I was like, why are they so fucking thirsty for celebrity? Like, why are they so excited about Andrew Tate? Because if he's sincere and he really does reject all that sin, it's big for young men. And if he's not sincere, don't fall for it. You know, it's like, that's why it's so important to have established standards. You know, are you selling women? Are you promoting transgression? Are you bearing false witness on your neighbor? Are you lying? Are you pretending to be a woman? Are you yada, yada, yada? And um, if they hold the standard, which I am uh, hopeful that they do, then that's awesome. That's why I think sometimes it appears Muslims can be a little thirsty it's not because they chase clout or celebrity. I mean, I'm sure some do. You know, there's, there's shitty hypocrites everywhere. But I think it's because when you can blow the dandelion, when you can flip an inversion right side up, the more energy around that, the more beautiful it can be. Like if the American banking system recovered, or if like Hollywood started making movies with morality in it. Like if they had all that infrastructure in place and somehow it recovered, to allow that to happen is, is uh, part of our purpose in this life, I think. All these uh, conservative Christians who supported Tate without rejecting his sin share his guilt. Could it be? Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of the more disgusting things I've ever witnessed. That's why uh, I'm very passionate about this. And I was like texting my friend like, Bro, you got to tell the Muslims that this guy's no good. And he was like, I, I have another uh, opinion. And it's actually, his was more stable and strong than mine. Because if you keep saying no one has a way out, one, it makes you a hypocrite because we all seek forgiveness. We all are flawed. We all have had pasts that make us quote unquote cringe. And it's like, so Andrew Tate's is worse, clearly worse, but it's still on a sliding scale. And so as much as it pains me to say it based on, you know, his actions towards me personally and his actions toward the youth and him trying to not only do all this sin, but educate others to do it, um, I wish him well. And I hope that his path towards guidance is good because if a guy with that following, and I mean that sincerely, if a guy with that following takes that wretched life and uh, you know, like amazing grace, I was blind and now I see, it's like if that happened, the prodigal son story, exactly, then that's a really, really good thing. And so I, I understand why Muslims get so excited when the worst 
you know, guys in prison, there'll be like triple homicide guys joining Islam and they get excited about it. Nobody's like, oh, Jamarcus, you know, and he's like, no, my name is Brother Abu Baker. And you're like, no, 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 he's a murderer, right? And, and that's worse than a lot of what, you know, everybody has a fucking uh, a path back. This is some major benefit of the doubt. No, but it's not for him. It's for me. That's what I think, Awake Bear, that's what I think I'm trying to explain. It's not because I'm a pussy or naive. It's like you, if you have a fundamental uh, morality that you stand on, you have to apply it even in times where it doesn't feel right. My, my instinct says he's a lying cunt who's trying to expand his market to young Muslim men. I don't know that. And the fact is, I don't know that. And if we just go with our gut instinct without any evidence and it contradicts our morality, then we're wrong. And I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Here's Timothy. Um, this saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Of these I am the foremost, but for the reason I was mercifully treated so that in me as the foremost, Christ Jesus might display all his patience as an example for those who would come to believe in him um, for everything, everlasting life. To the king of ages, incorruptible, invi uh, invisible, the only God, honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, yeah, it's the same message. It's like, like, it's all about the sinners. It's all about the people that are on the worst path. Because the minute you say, no, not him, though, is the minute you enter a form of shadow existence where you're like, well, what about you? And it was a very, uh, because I was like pissed. That's cool. You give him a robe back. Just keep the spike strips right. Yeah, but see, here's the thing is now that he's said that, now that he's acknowledged the laws of God, if he keeps doing that, it's worse for him. Because before you could have an ignorance. You know, you could have an, like when I was ignorant to the existence of God, I could live in a much uh, more hedonistic, selfish way. And I don't really, I, I don't, it, it was like there was, there was an innocence to it. I know a lot of you guys have experienced the same thing where you're like, if you truly don't think that there, that there is a higher law or anything, and you're just out there just trying to get your rocks off and get your kicks it's not the same as if you know and you like have a hatred of God or if you lie and say you're a, you believe in God, but you really don't. You're saying it just to get these naive idiots to support you, right? And, uh, and you know, that's on, do you guys get what I'm saying? I felt that way about Trunk. I, I was let down. Yeah, but we still don't know what's in his heart. And that doesn't mean to support him or even support the political system, or not call out his lies or his sin. I'll, I'll still make fun of everybody. But in the end of the day, you don't know what's in another man's heart. And you never fucking do. And that's why, like, when I was... When it can appear like I was exalting myself yesterday with the whole, like... You know, like, how I got people to not take the vax, or I encouraged people to have kids, all that... I promise my intention was just to show people that when you hold the line over time, it's like a good feeling. And it's like, and over time, the lies all, all, all dissipate. 
you know, like now to be an anti-vaxxer is not what it was two years ago. And now, because now there's no stakes. Now it's all about, are you an anti-Semite, right? If you're against the global banking system, which we're about to talk about, uh, you, you're full of hate. So now that's the thing. Like, are you willing to admit Kanye West is making some good points? You know, and so uh, that's, that's important. That's why I was saying it. But again, it was kind of in the realm of over because it doesn't matter how many works I do. If inside is a callous, cynical uh, heart, it won't do me any good. That's why it's like works without faith or faith without works. Like you can have these people see, but in my opinion, based on what I've seen is the works without faith always end up revealing themselves like, uh, you know, Bono and, and all the, and Oprah and all that. It just becomes so shockingly obvious, but, um, so now I'm convinced you should absolutely adopt Yi as your fifth son. Yeah. Cause that's one thing that I've been facing with this Yi situation. That's why this is all related. That's why these synchronicities are so beautiful. Every morning I just get to like put all this stuff together. That's just organically happening around me. I don't know what's in his heart and I never will. So when people are like, is it scripted? Is he fake? Is he a shill? Is it literally, we never will know uh, up to his death. There's no way we can know what's in, what's in his heart. Like, like truly we can have ideas, we can form friendships and bonds and stuff. But in the end of the day, it's like an act of, uh, I don't know. I, I'll just move on. I'll start being funny. I hear you, BB. I hope he and ye do really come to the light side. Right, but it's like every day is a battle. And if you don't see that, I don't know what to tell you. It's like when people say, oh, well, I'm one of the good guys. And I was borderline saying that about myself, which is a transgression. We're watching another soap opera. Yeah, but bear with me. I'll explain to you what's actually happening when it comes to the narrative. I have a tremendous amount of experience in it. Um, and so what was I just talking about? Sorry, I'm like a little inspired right now. So I'm a little frazzled. Maybe I suspect you were way more right about the death toll of the vaccine. I suspect. Yeah, yeah, I think I was too. Um, I can't remember. So does Andrew Tate have to throw himself off a roof now? Um, no, because our society isn't there yet. Uh, maybe if he lived in, in Afghanistan, we use the outcomes of people's actions as a proxy for knowing what's in someone's heart, but we can never truly know. Right. We don't even know that what's in our own heart most of the time. Yeah, there is some, some vagueness of our own intentions sometimes. Um... Oh yeah, you want the story about punked or what was I just talking about? There was something I was trying to like complete. I don't know. For some reason, my Instagram explore page is full of Muslim influencers. I wonder why IG is promoting that because you probably liked them or looked at them. Every day is a battle. Oh yeah, yeah. Every day is a battle. So if you're like, oh no, we're the good guys, then you're you're then you're vulnerable to Satan, in my opinion. So if you don't see that every day it's a battle in your own heart, you know, there's no like end. And the farther down the road you go of like a righteous life, the harder it can get sometimes because you have more power. Like the more morality you operate under, the more power you get. And so if you're accumulating that amount of power and influence and trust and all that, you know, the whispers of Satan can just start. If, if you think that you're completely immune to it because you've made all the right decisions. And I was, I battle with that sometimes where I'm like, 
I fucking stood up for the kids when no one else did. I fucking got, went against the vax when no one. If you think that that, if I think that that excuses me, or that I'm now good, um, it's like a, it, it's a massive weakness. Because not only is it not the end, I have more on my shoulders now. I have more awareness. I have more power. Whenever you do that. Whenever you, you hold the line and you do the morality and you suffer for truth, you suffer for God, you, you're given more power. And so, and I have a, tr a lot of power right now. And so if I, start, if I start thinking, oh no, because of this power, I'm already good. No, that's like the worst place you can be. And so that's why I really wanted to address this Tate thing because uh, I was transgressing in that sense where I was like, judging a dude i'm like no he's a fucking liar you look at him he's still got his fucking shades on right what about me what about me like every day it's like fortunately i don't feel like i have to battle a ton of sin right now <laughs> but i know but that's a that's a dangerous place to be and so that's why I just always try and be like when the worst place to be is when you start looking at all the laws of god and you start looking at your moral compass and you're like yeah but not this one though yeah, yeah, but not that though. I know more. That's when, and, and I know a lot of people will do that, myself included sometimes. We're like, if you don't have a strong, fundamental, morality based argument, you are like starting to veer. All right. So that's what I wanted to talk about. It's a never ending process of purification. Yeah, yeah. All right. Take off the grab or mass BB, please. What the hell are you talking about, Denmark Bear? You think you give me a little tiny piece of gold and you're going to uh, be able to just say nonsense? How am I wearing a grabber mask? The fuck are you talking about? Take off the grabber mask. All right. Anyway, you saying I have a big nose? Uh, okay. Spill the beans. Family guy. Okay. This is hilarious. And then I will talk about money, money, money. Because apparently ye is no longer rich. Okay. So I'll say this. Would it be... Would, would I have grown into the box you want me to go in if I say to specify the business people that have raped my people that just so happen to be Jewish? <laughs> I think what, by doing what you've just done, I find that I'm not even Jewish and I find that offensive. What? Why do you keep having to do the that? the hell? I don't think I you know. get it at all. I don't I think you know. Dude, I mean, that smile, he fucking knows it's over. Look at that. He like can't stop smiling. Because look at this fucking shill. This empty ghoul. This like, I'm not even Jewish and I find that offensive. Yeah, well, where the hell were you guys? All right, these are just simple replacements of the word white to the word Jewish. The Guardian says, so they originally said how whiteness possesses the greatest threat to U.S. democracy. Just change it. How Jewishness possesses... Whiteness is a pandemic. Just change it to Jewishness. America's problem is Jewish people keep backing the Republican Party. The hypocrisy is so nuts. And I'll tell you how it got to this point. We're going to talk about the financial system. The Jewishness of wealth, why black Americans pay higher taxes. Now, they have no problem pinning it on white people because that's the scam. And they are aware. They are aware that it's a scam. A lot of them. I'm not going to say I know the heart of every Jew, obviously, but let's watch this one more time. 
And yes, this is a Jew representing Jews. Um, often when there is dissent expressed in the United States against policies of the Israeli government, um, uh, people here are called anti-Semitic. Uh, what is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? Well, it's a trick. We always use it. When from Europe somebody is criticizing Israel, then we bring up the Holocaust. When in this country people are criticizing Israel, then they are anti-Semitic. And the organization is strong and has a lot of money. And the, the ties between uh, Israel and the American Jewish establishment are very strong. And they are strong in this country. As you know, uh, they have power, which... It's you okay, think? they are talented people and they have power, money and uh, media and other things. And their attitude is Israel, my country, right or wrong, the identification. And they are not ready to hear criticism. And it's very easy to blame people who criticize certain acts of the Israeli government as anti-Semitics and to bring up the Holocaust and the suffering of the Jewish people. And that's, that justify everything we do to the Palestinians. So you can call that anti-Semitic all you want, but it's the truth. You understand? It is a scam. It's a prank. And now the reason that things are getting so wild is because money isn't wealth. When Kanye West sat back and watched a Jewish guy covered in tattoos fuck his wife for a year and mock him and call him crazy, that, that, it's worth a billion dollars to just start making fun of Jews. And that's a rich man. Imagine what's happening right now uh, in the lower levels of society. And let me tell you about money, like what the dollar is. So... In 1913, like for most of American history, it was backed by the gold. In 1913, the Federal Reserve Act passes. Uh, coincidentally, that's when World War I starts, right? And so what does the Federal Reserve Act say? And in uh, Christmas Eve, a bunch of grabblers who had, who had killed off, who had allegedly murdered the dissenters on the Titanic, including Astor and a lot of other bankers that, that were against the Federal Reserve Act, because it was too much chutzpah. I mean, they were drowning in chutzpah. The Federal Reserve Act said that all banks in America had to join the Federal Reserve. There was thousands of private banks. They were given 60 days. It's all sixes. They were given 60 days to do like 6%. Everything's a six. Or else they'd be dissolved. And that was the law. My Jewish dad is currently spiraling about anti-Semitism and ye. Yeah, and I can understand why. It's like, because the... Because once the dollar isn't uh, uh, controlling people anymore, then people start asking questions about, you know, who's the real royalty of America? Why are they so corrupt? Why are people, why is there billions of dollars spent to make our kids gay, self-hating drug addicts? Super bad, dude. Um, okay, so anyway, so... 1913 happened, so the Federal Reserve Act happens, and it started relatively small. And back then, uh, Jews were very different in America. They were, and I don't want to sound like uh, a bootlicker here, but a lot of them were fucking brilliant. And they worked really hard. And they were, and I hate to use the word because the boomers have destroyed it, but they had grit. 
You know, if you like uh, Long Island Jew Bear, Toronto Jew Bear has showed me uh, his relatives a lot. Um, Samson the Great Bear, all these guys. You look at your great grandparents. Even uh, Seth Rogen did a whole movie about this, about his grandfather, the pickle maker. Those dudes worked their fucking asses off. They were super um, cunning, and they were physically intimidating. They're not like the Jews you see today at all. Like they were gangsters. Like they Murder Inc. Uh, the gangster around like Bugsy Siegel and all these guys. They were Jews, just like fucking hardcore thugs. And the guys doing the banking stuff off Jekyll Island <clears throat> were fucking geniuses. If you go back and look, I don't I don't understand it. And I have a genius IQ. I don't get it. <clears throat> I'm sure if I was part of that world or I'd worked at it, worked at it in the in the in the ghettos of Russia, you know, avoiding pogroms for a thousand years, I might have come up with a pretty fucking sweet scam myself. But um, who created that generation of gangsters? It's not about who created it. It's just what happens when you're when you face hardships for a long time. Hard men created soft time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they were out of actual struggle. And say what you will about their tricks that they've been up to for a long time. That's why they would have their own area of the city. Because a lot of the, the royalty knew if you let the Jews out, um, shit was going to get nuts. They'd start a currency and it would, you know, the entire society would collapse again. It's happened 600 times, at least. Fiat currencies. All right, so they got strong and hard and like their culture was like tight. They, they were making promises to each other, like never turn on another. And so out of that came the Federal Reserve. It was the biggest chutzpah play in human history. And so, uh, but the real thing that changed the world was World War II. Goy coin, yeah, yeah, totally. And so World War II happens and so the Federal Reserve Act was like snuck in by Woodrow Wilson, signed on, on December 24th, like gangster shit, cartel. They now have control over the, um, America wasn't the richest country in the world at that time. It didn't get its unimaginable wealth until World War II. And these people, when they say Jews start all wars, yeah, a group of people who call themselves Jews do start all modern wars. It doesn't mean Jews that you know are, are responsible for the wars. It's the same as saying Americans currently start all wars, right? It's all pyramids, all liability shields. So that's why I'm not in favor of persecution of the Jewish people, okay? But you're lying to yourself if you don't think that central banking is, the, is literally the cause of world wars and fake pandemics and you know, the confusion and the LGBT and all that stuff is to keep you confused. They've admitted it in white papers, the Rothschilds, all these guys, they've admitted it in white papers that they want to keep a population so confused that they never focus on what actually matters, which is the monopolistic control of uh, compound interest. Let me read these super chats and then remind me where I left off. Woodshop Bear, really glad you did the stream today. We're supposed to help shepherd people home. By judging them when they take the first step, we're pushing them further away. Exactly. A lot of people in the chat are calling Tate out. I'd be interested to see how they flawlessly transition from sinner to saint. Exactly. But don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean to be a fool. You know, innocent as sheep or innocent as children, wise as serpents. You know, don't. But when you make yourself aware 
to the fact God exists. Forget about, oh, KJV. Um, you're just aware that there is a higher law that is outside the hands of men. You are now held to that standard, and it's actually a harder life. Okay, Persian Jew said, might as well share a tip for helping me trade by staying disciplined. Rules matter to manage yourself within the chaos. I'm making Jews money right now. Awake Bear, is it possible Tate's conversation conversion is creating a liability shield because he's being criticized for misogyny, uh, turning it into being part of faith? Yeah, but misogyny isn't part of the Islamic faith. You're not allowed to have sex with a woman that isn't your wife in Islam. They actually have a much stricter code in Sharia than porn is a death sentence in Sharia. So good luck with that. So you're, he's either going to make a bunch of hypocrites or he's going to be held to a higher standard. Either way, it's going to be a reveal and it's to be encouraged that he, in my opinion, that, uh, yeah, but that's how I view it too, Awake Bear. I view it as a trap, but I don't know. And if I'm going to claim I know, then that's a major, that's worse than what Tate is currently doing. If I say I can judge a man's heart as if I'm God, that's worse than doing phone sex to men out of Romania. And it's, I know it's hard to admit, but the, the most valuable ones are when it sucks. Stealth Bear, Owen, I'm going to defend the Catholic faith here, but my intention is for me to learn. Why do you say the Our Father is just saying words without thinking? Well, it was for me. I'm not going to judge you. For me, I never thought about what it meant ever because I was raised in Catholicism to not think about the words I was saying. But you do not apply the same logic to the Shahada. Uh, no, I don't. Because our fathers were punishments. In my, from, in my upbringing, Stealth Bear, we all have different upbringings, right? It would be like in school, would you have to write the same thing over and over again um, as a punishment? And it made a lot of kids not like writing. And it made a lot of Catholic kids, it's all their choice, but it made a lot of Catholic kids not like prayer because they saw it as a punishment. And so I think it's uh, stupid. Anyway, so there's special words to make you Muslim versus intentional. No, 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 stealth bear. You're putting words in my mouth. Repeating the same phrase over and over again like a chant when you're not explained the, 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 what it means is a way to punish people, not a way to guide them, in my opinion. That's how my Catholic upbringing was. You said penance in the form of prayer. And you said it as fast as you could to get through the amount of punishment that the pedophile in the closet deemed it to be. If you have any more questions, let me know, but definitely don't put words in my mouth. I never said that there's special magic words for Muslims. You just made that claim that I said that, which isn't true, all right? So, and I'm also a comedian that exaggerates and does big displays to do a funny joke about the truth, okay? But if you want me to break it down logically, yes, I believe that. And I don't think Islam's flawless in its culture and in its execution, all that. Just because I'm talking fondly about Islam does not mean I'm telling you that I think that there's no problems. I'm not in that culture. It's not my culture. I don't know it as well. I'm sure there's grabbles. I'm sure the whole Sunni Shiite thing is a grabble. I'm sure that there's all kinds of shit that they do loopholes and, and hypocrisies and all that. But as someone who was raised Catholic, I'm telling you right now, 
the practice of chanting prayer as a punishment without ever being explained what it means and having no awareness of what the prayer means absolutely has a fundamental effect, which is to guide people away from prayer, to think the words are meaningless punishment, and to not connect directly to our God in heaven. If you have any more questions, feel free to ask. Nathaniel says, one of the funniest things you do is your little remarks that often go unnoticed. You play a clip and it doesn't work. Everyone is dumb and gay. Oh, well, God, give me super chats instead of eating mercury. Just an example, but makes me belly laugh. Thanks for all you do, God. Nato Bear. Yeah, thank you very much. And Stealth Bear, I hope you enjoy the comedy. And if we don't line up theologically, that's absolutely fine. If you're uh, comfortable in your faith as a Catholic and your traditions and your rituals, uh, you should view me with pity and not with uh, contempt. I hope that clears everything up. Woodshop Bear. At this point, I'm just super chatting in hopes that you'll run into ye someday in the grocery store line. The world will change if it happens. If anyone else wants this to happen, send your super chats. The big bear and his army need to eat. Thank you, Woodshop Bear. It's true. Want to know what army always wins? The one who can pay the soldiers. When I took my first communion, I had to learn prayers and would cry because I felt I was being punished because I felt that I was forced to just regurgitate the words out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I didn't cry because I was being, but, um, but yeah, I was presented that it was always a punishment, that, that we were the sinner, even though the pedophile in the dress um, had the right to judge us as children, and that we had to confess to him a man that we called father, even though that was uh, disparaged in the Bible directly. And we were supposed to chant words we didn't understand that no one took the time to explain to us. And it was supposed to be a punishment to pray to God. And so, Stealth Bear, if you have any other questions, just let me know. Okay, BB, do you think Kylie, Kyrie Irving is a bear or bear adjacent? He's bear adjacent. Is it, one of the reasons some of these black celebrities especially watch me, because I've had really famous music artists follow me and my account gets deleted like a week after. And I know a lot of the autists are like, there's no way, there's no way they follow you. If you're a flat earther, or forget that, because I'm not a flat earther technically, I'm a globe denier. If you look out and see that there is no curve and there's no possible way we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour, uh, the community isn't super big and most people are super fucking mean and aggressive to you and call you stupid. Okay, so that usually brings people to like the Dave Weiss type, me, people like that, and there's a real bond to it. And so that's why a lot of times people that have dabbled in flat earth or dabbled in uh, some of these truth worlds, it's not a big world. And so even someone with 100 million followers on Instagram would know who like Dave Weiss is because it's the, the, so much of the world is so fucking entitled and cruel to you that if you go to a community that understands you, it's like, you know, it's the inversion of the gay bar. It's like back in the 80s when it wasn't cool to be gay, the gays would fucking sneak into a gay bar and feel really good for an hour. I remember seeing Sam Jackson following the Instagram page Blackpilled. Yeah, yeah. The, and a lot of celebrities follow us with sock accounts. I know that for a fact. Because they're living in a form of hell. I remember Theo Vaughn five years ago, six years ago, before he publicly uh, agreed that I was crazy, was like, dude, I was talking to him. We used to be friends. He was like, it's way worse than you think, dude. It's so fucking bad out here. 
Standing ovation for BB's chant explanation. And I'm not attacking Catholics. I'm telling you my experience as a young Catholic was I prayer was a, viewed as punishment, not, right? And we're being punished simply for existing. And we weren't being judged by the most high. We're being judged by a pedophile in a dress sitting in a closet. And if you have a problem with that, you, you want me to make fun of Jews all day, but I can't make fun of the Catholic traditions. You came to the wrong place. As a young man who was not raised religious, I have found the Our Father to be a great prayer to keep my mind on track. Yeah, yeah, totally. it is a beautiful prayer. That's not the point I make, Mr. Hawk. I, I get it, I get it. You're probably not even arguing. The Our Father prayer is a beautiful prayer. The way it's presented by Catholicism is penance, it's, which is a synonym for punishment. That's it. Okay. So, when did things really change with the money supply? So the Federal Reserve came in and then they started monkeying and distracting and doing their stuff because it's a cartel. Most people don't understand that this, this is a product. This is a, this is a product. It's the most profitable business in human history. It's called compound interest, where every note is an IOU that you owe back with interest. Okay, not arguing, I got you. Thank you, Mr. Hawkbear. I can misunderstand based on the lack of tone in chats. Okay, I hope me and Stealth Bear are cool. I appreciate the super chat, and I damn know Coddington does because he's broke. I think of it like a government, the person in the office can be crooked, but the office is still valid in what it imparts. I don't think the Pope is valid. I don't think a man in a giant hat that looks like a dick, that wears a dress and is sworn to never have children in a giant opulent palace, probably built by pagans, I don't find that to be very compelling in my spiritual journey. Now, if it's yours, that's fine, and I'm not here to argue about it. I'm here to talk about the goddamn money system. Oh, you did took the Lord name in vain. I actually think it is a damned money system. I think I, what I just said was actually quite literal. Okay. Um, what was I just talking about? So what really changed the game for the United States, which was where the grab were set up shop, was World War II. So World War II kicks off. And America gets all the gold. <laughs> so Europe destroys its manufacturing ability based on Mean Mr. Mustache and little grumpy Churchill and their little dance. And, um, and the four foot 11 man of steel named Stalin and all the, the jokes, the German nationalists from Austria. It's all a joke. So they did their little dance, 60 million dead. All these sixes everywhere. Six million Jews, 60 million dead. 6% interest. 60 days to dissolve your bank. Six, 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 right? And so, um, and so they, they don't have their agricultural ability. They don't have their manufacturing ability. So what happens? America gets all the wealth from Europe. And so America now has two-thirds of the world's gold. So what do these countries back their currency with? After Brecken Woods or whatever the fuck that was called. Dollars. Think about that. That was the first time, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's been interesting currencies in the past, like uh, like sticks. Swear to God, there was this thing called in uh, England after 1100, some Norman king made a stick, the currency. It was called like a, a shiny stick. Like it, it was like a polished stick that they split in half. And since no stick uh, is the same, you'd have to like redeem one stick. We've come a long way, is what I'm trying to say. And... Uh, and so, uh, and so what happened? So we got two thirds of the world's gold. 
How do you back the Lira? How do you back the Frank? How do you back the Mark? How do you back all this stuff? I'll tell you how they bag it with dollars. So the American grabbers, they pinky swore. They said, we're banking our debt. We have all the gold. If you, if you put this in your vault and give it back to us, we'll give you the gold. We got all the gold. And so the rest of the world agreed. And so we had all of gold. And then as time started going on, the rest of the world, all these leaders, um, started realizing that America was just making more dollars. And they're like, no, we swear it's all backed by gold. And they're like, wait a minute. There's no way you got more gold. No. And they're like, yeah. So then uh, I think it was the leader of France uh, was like, yeah, we'll take our gold back. And they're like, no. <laughs> because as this was happening after World War II, World War II was all about consolidating resources. There was no actual fight. It was just about the powers that shouldn't be, allegedly, getting rid of all the competition for a one-world cartel system. And so at, after uh, the world started backing their, their currency with our currency, not with precious metals, <laughs> America just happened to start building giant military bases everywhere. Germany and the Philippines and Africa, everywhere, dude. Japan and so they're just like no we swear the yen is backed by the dollar the dollar is backed by the gold and so then they the countries start being like hey we want our gold and they're like no and they're like well, what the what the fuck you mean no and they're like what are you gonna do about it we literally have a a military base in your town and then there was this like quiet around the whole world where everyone's like oh fuck <laughs> like, I remember I used to date this Italian girl when I lived in the Czech Republic. And after school ended, I went to uh, visit where she was from. She was from outside of Rome. And it was a little town called Gaeta. And it was this beautiful little beach town. I couldn't help but notice that there was a giant Navy base there. I'm like, oh, hey, guys. Hey, look, there's Americans here. And she's like, yes, the, the Americans. They did, they did. And then I now realized that like Germany is still an occupied country. It has been for what, 80 fucking years. But one, what they had though is the Holocaust. This is why these spells are so fucking valuable. Because whenever someone goes, wait a minute, this is total bullshit. They're like, what do you mean? The Holocaust? And so that's why when people say Jews start all wars, it isn't fair to our friends, the Jews. But... All wars are all, are all started by central banking at this point. And so, um, you know, every time a country doesn't want to get on this nonsense, no, you put this in your vault and then you return it for gold that we don't have. And everyone's like, you know, uh, Gaddafi was like, no. And they're like, you sound like you're very anti-Semitic. You sound like a terrorist. Boom, 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 boom. Vietnam was like, no, we know, we don't want to. And they're like, eh, someone's supporting communism. Ironically, the Federal Reserve is the, the basis of all communism. So does this mean that Russia had enough of, tra uh, of trading oil and dollars? Yeah, this is why it's all falling apart. This is why the world's going nuts right now. It's clown world. Because, okay, so the Federal Reserve is, the most pr is more profitable than the next 100 Fortune 100 companies combined. It's unbelievably profitable. 24-7, 365, all day, every day, 
Every single transaction outside of Afghanistan, North Korea, Venezuela, Cuba, a few places that uh, have refused, they get a piece of. It's so fucking profitable, it's unimaginable. But profit in what? What is profit? What is wealth? And so when people like myself and Kanye West and a few others say stuff like, money isn't wealth, food is wealth, water's wealth, oil's wealth, sounds like someone's being anti-Semitic. <laughs> sounds like someone is literally Hitler. And a lot of the world is done with it because China, India, Russia have way more wealth. Okay, I'll put it this way. Let's say you're dying of thirst and you're in the desert. What would you rather have, a million dollars or a glass of water? A glass of water. Central pranking. Aristo Ignatius coming in hot. You see, the Catholics are graded a lot. All right, so uh, central pranking. And so um, that's why we're, we're entering a world of clown world because the entire agenda, this whole thing, one eye, what do, what do you think the one eye represents? When Hollywood celebrities do this, it's they're saying they're, they're serving the one-eyed Gary, right? They're serving the, the Federal Reserve. It's all the Fed. Like, that's why it's interesting when people say the Feds. I'm like, I'd rather have Litecoin, says Long Island Jew Bear. This is going to sound weird, but I'll keep saying this throughout it just so you know where I stand. I don't want the Fed to end until there's a replacement because it's going to be nuts, any system is better than no system. And I know it's a slave system based on compound interest and it's about to collapse. But that's why I keep pushing people to not wear end the Fed shirts or fucking get mad at Jews. It's about gardening, chickens, local communities, local supply chains. And so many idiots are like, oh, you're just burying your head in the sand. Go back and look at all the other resets and tell me who survives. Tell me who thrives. I'll tell you who thrives the people that are less dependent on the thing that fails. Now, unless you understand how banking works, which none of us do, unless you understand how to manage a global currency, which none of us do, just enjoy it. And while it's happening, <laughs> okay, so this is when things keep getting more and more nuts. This is actually the story. The, all of history, all of mainstream history, all of the narrative is based around this financial reality, all of it. Every pandemic and every war and every, oh, David, and every politician, it's all just feeding this. But your vote matters. Hit the red button or the blue button. It, dude, they've said a century ago, the key is to fill their heads, fill the Goyams' heads with so much nonsense that they have no idea how the world works. The problem with that is people whose heads are filled with nonsense, addiction, all this stuff that's considered sin, the devil, all that, LGBT, you know, disarmament, soy, eating bugs to change the weather, blah, blah, just all this shit people care about. I stand with George Floyd. I stand with the, it's like, if people are in that nonsense realm, uh, then that's how you control them. The problem is once you're in that nonsense realm, you're less productive. You don't make, uh, you don't have fertile families. You know, the, you're, way you're way less likely to create more slaves for the slave masters. You're demographically getting annihilated. That's why they flood areas with mass migration and all this. It's just about nonsense. It's about nonsense. If you get people to believe in nonsense, they'll support you. It doesn't matter the nonsense. 
So that's why like, oh, but then why are you paying attention to distraction? Because there's tr- the stuff I highlight is when truth keeps popping out because it doesn't stay hidden. It can't stay hidden. Okay. And so, um, so what do I see? So we're now in the exponential to the moon phase of the collapse of the fiat, the global fiat currency. The nonsense works well, including on their own kids. That's the fatal fault. Right. And I was talking about this earlier, Toronto Bear. Remember when you were showing me pictures and the stories of your grandfather? Today's Jews are not like the Jews who set up the system. Their children were cursed by their own success. So imagine a world where you have a class of people, and this is true. You can call me anti-Semitic all you want, but there's a class of Jews. It's not all Jews. It's actually not even most. It's a group. And they never have to do anything for any... They have unlimited wealth without working at all. Unlimited. It's compound interest. It's the pure slave state. Where every transaction, every dollar, every uh, laborious task completed, they get a piece without doing any work. And so these brilliant, hardworking, cunning, scheming, but these like incredible men, and I'm not, mostly in LA and New York City. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, In Tel Aviv, city of London, actually probably mostly in the city of London. But these men set up a world that was so easy for their offspring that now they're like quivering, offended, gay, aborting, drug addicted messes. Isn't that fascinating? And so what are they trying to do now? They're scrambling to deal with it. There's a reason that that fiat currency used to always be kept at bay because this has happened over and over and over in history. This is not new. But right now it's the biggest chutzpah event ever because in the past, they go to an area, they do this scam. You know, we promise that there's gold, right? And even gold is a bit of a scam if you really think about it. I mean, it's a biblical coin, so it's specie, I get it. But it's still like, anyway. Um, and so then when the jig is up, they, they fucking do this. Like, th- this is so true, this family guy bit. And let me play it again. God, an angry mob. I've got to swallow all my valuables and get out of here. see the mob why else am i here (laughs) so that's totally okay so where are they going to go now russia russia's out of debt russia has way more gold than america now china has unbelievable manufacturing and labor so this is why right now is such a fucking interesting time because the most profitable in dollars teehee teehee cartel business ever created to a point where it's it's unimaginable power but it's like shadow power and the influence they have all over the place is beyond their wildest dreams like when they did like the the meeting at Jekyll Island and they you know took down the Titanic and they did this like massive hootspah event allegedly uh Federal Reserve Act and Great Depression you know World War II consolidating all the wealth and then setting up bases all over the world. Every time a country wants to not use the dollar, you know, kill them, gas them, drop Agent Orange on them, right? No one ever said that it's anti I mean, 
who actually has done these gas attacks? Who actually murders children and, and bayonets babies and all that? I'll tell you, it's the people in the jungles of Vietnam keeping them addicted to this bullshit, right? And they have such chutzpah that they're like, oh, how dare you? The helicopter. And everyone's done with it on different levels. You know, even the people on the fucking internet right now being like, I stand with Jews, any of them. George Floyd is a hero. Kanye West is a nigger, right? Like all those guys on some deep level, they know it's bullshit. Shadow powers like Plato's cave. Yeah, and so that's why Kanye West is so interesting to me because he's saying a lot of true shit now. Could it be being used by the Fed? Yeah, but I still think it's an organic event. Let me explain to you how media narratives actually work. I was a cast member of the show Punked. And I was working very closely with Ashton Kutcher and the executive producer whose last name was literally Goldberg. And so the whole thing is we would have a script and we would use our chutzpah to trap a celebrity in an embarrassing situation. My whole job was to get him to cry. That was always what I took pride in, was to get a celebrity to cry, right? We'd get it on camera, we'd show the world, Ashton comes out, everyone laughs. We'd have beats. So this is the beat, and they take it really seriously. Like, I know how they do the Fed. I know how they do all of society. It's punked. Like a, a, a mass shooting event, like one of these fake shootings, it's, it's just the horror version of punked. So it's like, the waiter comes out, and this is when you do this, and, this is when, and you're hitting beats. But the thing is, no matter how scripted it is, no matter how locked down you have a, an area, the mark can't know. That's the key to like Talmudic chutzpah. The mark can't know, but everyone else knows. Everyone else is in on it, but the mark doesn't. The mark was America, the Americans. They don't know. They think, you know, how can't, don't you did. And if you don't, I just, I'll play the, the clip again. They know that saying anti-Semitic is just a trick. And so, but act of, acts of God happen and you have to pivot, adapt, and overcome while it's happening. And that's why no matter what happens, Truthers always say, oh, it's a script. Look, the media, this is exactly their intention. They don't know until that morning. And that's why I do like a lot of Jews because it's a fascinating culture. I don't like their currency. I don't like when they get in any kind of political control at all. But writers' rooms are fucking fun. I stand by that. So what happens is, so we were punking, and I'll, this is a great story. So Dominic Moynihan from the show Lost, and he was one of the um, one of the, the the little guys from Lord of the Rings. You'd recognize him if you saw him. So he was going to be having an interview with a media person at a restaurant in an outdoor patio, and it was obviously one of our people. We had taken over the restaurant. We had like people sitting around, and I had a dog, or no, I didn't have a dog. the The media person had a dog. I was to be bitten by the dog. And, there, and we had the waiter. The waiter was another great comedian. Taking advantage of nice people. Yeah, but just, just listen. Nice. What does nice mean? Does nice mean you give up your fucking, all your theology and your, and your morality and you just take, a, take cheap money? You fucking think you went to the moon? You don't expect consequences? Jesus Christ, guys. You think you played golf on the moon and you don't expect consequences? You think you can fly 10,000 miles and drop Agent Orange on a bunch of gooks and there's no consequences? What made you think you should do that? You did it. Anyway, 
because uh, the more absurd it is, the more chutzpah power they get. So um, what happened was Dominic Moynihan comes, sits down, he, he, and we're trying to sell it like it's really happening. And the dog was trained to come bite my arm, and then I was going to sue Dominic Moynihan for all he had and make him cry. My whole thing was making him cry. And so everything's going according to plan. I got Ashton Kutcher in my ear, everything, you know. And all of a sudden, the dog just starts taking a shit. And I'm trained as an improv comedian to yes and. Whatever happens, keep going. You never break. You never laugh. You never break. You, you, no matter what happens. And I see it in politics and finance all the time. You can literally go up to Bill Clinton and be like, there's a girl's mouth on your dick right now. And he's like... It depends what you mean by mouth. Like they don't break. Yeah, they say use it. Yeah. Yeah, use it, use it, use it. Whatever is like any act of God you use because the, the, the truth of it you can use. But there comes a time when it gets too crazy. And I think we're now experiencing that with Kanye West and a few other examples. So the dog starts shitting. And so I changed the whole script. I'm adapting because my whole thing is I'm supposed to be outraged that his dog, um, that his dog attacked me. And the media person slips off right after the attack. So when he goes, no, it was the interviewer and she's gone. And so now I'm like, your dog. So we just keep going. And I'm like, your dog took a shit while I'm trying to eat my food. And he's like, no, well, what, Meg? Well, it's the fucking, it's the media lady and she's gone. And I'm like, you think you can have your dog shit right here because you're a celebrity? So the whole thing changed. And if you watched it, you'd be like, oh, that's a funny prank. But it was clearly not as good as the bite. But we just kept selling it where it's like, so my whole thing was that you're like a little piece of shit celebrity who thinks that he can have a dog shit all over a floor of a restaurant. I'm like, why? Because you were chasing a ring with fucking Frodo. You think you're better than me? And I'm a giant. So I'm trying to get the dude to cry. And, uh, and it didn't work. It, he's just started. He was like, something's off, man. Something doesn't feel right. And so that's what I see happening with Kanye West, where it's like, they keep trying to spin it. Like, oh, he's, uh, he's off his meds. And blacks, a lot, of black, a lot of people are like, wait a minute. You're trying to tell the black man he has to take pills now? Because his opinions are crazy. You just made a statue out of George Floyd. Do you not remember just doing that? And so then they're like, oh, no, no, let's just go positive. Don't attack the black man. It's not working. Uh, I stand with all Jews. It's like all Jews, like Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, like you stand with all Jews. They're all good. So he doesn't have any points. So Hollywood isn't run by Jews. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, no, he's a genius. He's trying to get out of his contracts. He's a, and they're like, I thought he just lost a billion dollars. He just lost a billion dollars. So, so it comes to a point where they're trying to use the narrative, use the narrative. You, and, and, and that's how they keep saying everyone's a shill. Everyone's, oh, Kanye West um, executed his mother to get fame. It's like, I thought she died of like a surgery. Do you have evidence for that? Like, that's why the more nonsense is in people's heads, the more this shit works. Because I saw them do it with me. They'll say anything to get my audience to not trust me. So they're like, oh, he's, he's a Nazi. They're like, nah, no, nah, isn't he like part Jewish or something? He's like, never says to kill him or anything. Oh no, he's a CIA, he's CIA. Cause then the truthers all go, oh, CIA, oh, bad, bad, bad. 
And people are like, nah, I really like his family. He's really fine. And they're like, oh, he's trans. Owen Benjamin's trans. And then along the way, they keep getting retards to go, oh, I knew it, trans. Everyone's trans. And they just keep throwing shit to, until anything works. And guys, the fucking dollar is dead. If you look at the debt, so let's say there is a pond and duckweed is taking over. And it starts very, very small. Over the course of 40 days and 40 nights, duckweed, a pond goes from none until it's completely covered. And every day it doubles. It's exponential growth. Exponential growth isn't two plus two is four plus two is six plus two is eight. That's, that's that. Exponential is the curve growth. So it's two times two is four. Four times four, 16. 16. Like there's different elements of it. Like two to the fourth power would be two times two times two times two, which would be two times two is four times two is eight times two is 16 times two is 32, 64, 128, 256, you know, 516, you know, it just keeps, um, 512, it just keeps going. 1,024, 2,048, 4,086, you know, or so, it, or whatever, whatever, 96. So you go from very little to very high fast. And the, and the longer it goes, the faster it increases. So if you're looking at a pond with zero algae on it, and then by day 40, it's completely covered and everything's dead, uh, what, it, what day was it half covered? 39. It wasn't at day 20, it wasn't half covered. With exponential growth, it's day 39, it's half covered. Half day 39. So day 38, it's a quarter covered. Whoa, day 39, half, boom. But the first 38 days, it didn't look like it went that high. Right now, the... The dollar's value is, don't get me wrong, we're still in deflation, and I can explain that, because there's a liquidity problem for the rest of the world. Not America so much, but the dollars are right now getting more valuable because there's a liquidity situation based on a supply chain breakdown, all that stuff. So it's, but if you watch the amount of money in existence, it started going up, and this has all been in my lifetime. It was like, the national the national debt is $500 billion. And it's like, it's a trillion dollars. It's $2 trillion. It's $4 trillion. It's $8 trillion. It's 16. It's 32. It's 64. It's 128. Just And so when that happens, which is what's currently happening, they're probably going to bring out a global shitcoin, you know, where it's like the, the banks at some point will just be like, your dollar is now... They might not even tell us. I was, I was talking to my friend about this. Like, do they still call it a dollar? But anyway, it's buying power is just going to go bang. Because America's current wealth is not based on productivity, labor, none of it. We make weapons. That's it. And we have people with grid who think they played on, uh, golf on the moon. Don't get me wrong. I love being American. But if you look at 1940, 1947 America, when the grabbers really took over, Versus 2022 America, it's a service-based, comfort-based economy. People are wildly entitled to benefits that they didn't deserve, right? Blah, blah, blah. They still called it the dollar after we dropped the gold standard. I think they'll keep the term. Right, but it's going to have to be worldwide. It's going to have to be realm-wide. And so, and if, so I predict, and you guys can tell me what you think, is there's going to be a day when everything changes, when you can't hide it anymore. And right now it's the pace just keeps going faster. So why do the COVID distraction? 
Why do the vaccine? Why do all this stuff? Is because the lower they can get the population before the collapse of the dollar, and don't be afraid, don't be a pussy. It's a huge opportunity for people that don't take the devil's deal. And that doesn't mean you can't use shitcoin. Just don't take injections, don't uh, you know, lie for money, don't take a chip, and you'll be fine. And, the, and not only would be fine, the more people that go with the bullshit and the more you don't, it might, it'll take a few years potentially, but you'll have exponential growth yourself. Um, and Kanye West is going to be the straw that destroys Western civilization. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. Western civilization is not the financial system. That's why I talk about what I talk about every day. What day do you think we're on out of 40? 38? I think it's like shooting now. It's like, so... Well, more than half or 80%, some insane number of the amount of dollars ever created was under Donald Trump. It's just way like so Trump in his four years of super conservative traditional values printed more money than Obama, Clinton, all of that. Just like zip. And so and it's not printing. It's called fractional reserve banking. This isn't tied to anything. Starting in the 70s, there was. So starting in the, in the late 40s, early 50s, they started being like fudging the gold standard. Other countries were like, hey, you guys don't seem like you're really by the book. They're like, what are you going to do about it? By the 70s, they were open about it. Under Nixon, they were like, there is no more gold standard. It's now completely devoid of gold. And not only that, they made this be the gold. They're like, you put these in your vault and we swear we'll give you the gold. These are the least trustworthy people in the world. Like American financial banking Jews make gypsies look like Mormons. They're, they, everything they say is a lie. So the rest of the world's like, what are we going to do? They have all these weapons. Okay, well, Ameri- this is the problem with corruption. This is why it, it relates so much with Andrew Tate, where just wish him well on his path of Islam. Because... The corruption of the American Jews that are in these grab wars, not all the people. I, I'll say that over and over again because I can see this falsehood coming. And I think people like myself and oddly Kanye West are doing a pretty decent job explaining that it's not the Jewish people that you know, but it's the liability shield, right? And it's a culture and the financial system that everyone's got dirty hands on. You know, where the hell were you? You know, you can say that about the Jews. You, you took the Holocaust cloak. You took the anti-Semitic cloak. You got busted doing shitty stuff. You're a whiny little victim-y fuck. And you took the currency of victimhood from the Holocaust. So now you got to pay it back with compound interest. But look at Americans. You took the two cars in the garage. You took all this. You took the, the new phone every two years. You took, you know, and it's, so it's like, did you really think that you were that much better than the rest of the world's reserve currency? Here's a great chart to show the money supply exploding recently. Thanks, Persian Jew Bear. Um, yeah, yeah, let's take a look. And if you look at, okay, so this is from just from 1960. This is what exponential growth looks like. And I don't know what causes this little hook at the end. Persian, I don't know if you have any explanations for me. They're probably just lying. They lie all the time, guys. It's like they don't see anything wrong with it. Okay, so this is, the amount of money in the world from 1960. So you see 1960, 1970, 1980, it's barely moving. And then right at 
2010, it starts kind of moving. 11, 12, right around Trump, right around 17, it starts going up. And then in 2020, it just goes bang. You see that? Like 29, it was COVID. So the COVID scam, they just went nuts because they had to have a special vehicle to put this much debt in the world. And so as you can see by Jacob Rothschild laughing about COVID, it was a scam from the beginning. A media driven. Uh, so it's way more accurate to say that the Federal Reserve owned media, the Federal Reserve, because it's not. It's it's like, it, you know, but it, it is every mostly people who call themselves Jews. It's a real trick. But um, so I was going to ask you guys where you guys think it's going. That's the deflation. Yeah, yeah, that's the deflation at the end. Good call. And that's about to go bang. It's like the junkies last hit. And I'm not saying this to alarm people. So that at the very end there is the deflation we're currently experiencing. Uh, based on the broken supply chain, based on they're literally burning food distribution. I, I see them as being the richest desperate people in the world. So they're burning uh, food distribution. Their chutzpah got out of control. Like this, this chart might as well be called the chart of chutzpah. If you're doing like small nation state, like, you know, 300 acre Venice, you know, and you're just doing this, you can literally take your gold and leave as soon as the townspeople figure it out. And so this, it's all about money. They finance the LGBT movement. Everything that's fucking evil, it, it comes from this. Because the evil is to keep you distracted and full of sin so you don't challenge anybody. The 1913 Jews were terrifying. 2022 Jews, Lex Friedman, these guys. Lex Friedman's grandfather was a machine gunner in World War II. Lex Friedman can't hear a rapper criticize Jews without crying. It's, it's like the amount of change and how fast it is. Like, let me show you, uh, like this article came out. Jewish LA County teacher says students are quoting Kanye West to her. If you have just minimal memory, critical thinking skills, you're just not polluted by sin, you'd say, oh, is it when he was talking about murdering niggers? Or was that okay? They had no, so these quote unquote Jewish teachers had no problem. This is why Kanye West is such a catalyst for what's happening right now. Because the Jews that own him not only had no problem with him promoting materialism, fashion, murder, crack, street mentality, you know, all, like race conflict, victim narrative for blacks, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, you know, bragging about murder, bragging about being felonies, no problem at all. So when Kanye West quoted to, uh, so when children quoted, you know, murder is the rap that they gave me. You're like, I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave ship, since the same clip with the same four five, two point blank, a fucking nigga's gonna die. Yes, look, what about uh, cop killer? Remember when they came out with cop killer? So the parents, so the, the children whose parents are police officers, did they get offended? No one gave a fuck. So these Jews are clearly a form of royalty. They, they are in a class in America and a lot of people didn't realize this. They actually thought they were victims. They actually thought they were victims of the Holocaust and that they came here uh, huddled up, just please, please, we've been attacked by a man with a mustache, right? Okay, bullshit. 
They literally control your entire currency. They're the richest people in the entire world. And they are funding, um, you know, Black Lives Matter, fuck the police, defund the police, uh, abortion, gay marriage, LGBT, everything that's pissing everyone off. You start tracing the money. You follow the money. You don't follow the science. You follow the money. That entire COVID thing was funded by the banks. AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Johnson and John, if you look at every one of them, it's just, please, sir, we're being attacked by a man with a mustache. So this fucking teacher had no problem if a, te- if a student quoted Cardi B selling her pussy for money. But the minute they criticize the richest people in the world, if you if look at The Guardian, The Guardian all day long will talk about the problem with white people because the Jews love to hide behind the whites right? Oh no, it's anyone with white skin. It's anyone with a hooked nose. <laughs> like, what are they even talking about? And so now that we're experiencing the exponential, sh- yeah, we're going to the moon. All right. It's the fucking financial system. So what's going to happen potentially one day, your dollars will have no buying power. You can have a million dollars in the bank. I don't know if it's tomorrow or four years or whatever. And don't act crazy by what I'm about to say. Don't, Don't change your, I'll I'll explain. This is a delicate topic because this can start sounding like fear porn. And I don't want people to act irrationally or fearfully because they will figure out a way to keep the people relaxed. Okay. There's, they'll figure it out somehow with distractions and more fake shit. The real issue we're facing is labor shortage and no resources. Okay. But so what's going to happen potentially No, it's not potential. What's going to happen is the buying power of the dollar, once it's no longer the world um, reserve currency, the reserve used to be gold. That's why you couldn't inflate it because there's only X amount of gold. That's dollars. They they printed it to the moon. It's now in the form of, of the death spiral. So now the deflation and then bang, 15 trillion, 20 trillion, 30 trillion, they'll release and, you know, a million dollars will buy a stick of butter. And so they'll probably bring out, an, the pain will allow them to bring out another um, uh, system, which will be like, it, it's only digital. It's, it's not backed by the government at all. It's just the Federal Reserve digital currency, the central bank digital currency. You have to put your face in your phone. So we know it's you, biometric data. You know, you have to take this injection so we, we know it's you, your social credit score, all the shit that, uh, all the shit that the truthers warn everyone about is what they're going to try and do. Now, are they going to get away with it? No, they'll get away with a form of it, but what's it going to look like? If you comply, they'll get away with it. Now I'm not saying not to use the new currency, the digital dollar, whatever it is. Yeah. You're already using Mark of the Beast money. It's just money. Just don't, don't ever, and set your morality now. Never let them put something in your body and don't let them, um, uh, don't let them get you to swear against God. And I don't mean like churchy and like, oh, how dare you? Don't let them get you to lie. You know, and when you do that, if you don't do that, I mean, you got to survive. You got to get paid. You make your shit, blah, blah, blah. That's why if you put your resources in things with 
intrinsic godly value, land, uh, uh, skills, tools. I like silver, um, vehicles, um, all kinds of shit like that. Animals, chicken coops, chickens, gardening. But don't do it in a frenzy, frantic way. Like, Deborah, our dollars are worth nothing. Buy fucking 80 cows. No, no, no. And it could be 10 years. I don't know. But um, they only get away with what they get away with. And I know that's obvious, but like, okay, like I'll give you an example of our past. In 1939, they passed a law that you were not allowed to own gold or grow your own wheat. Paying off your debt is a calm and meaningful way is the best strategy against downturns. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And just figuring out, um, just trying to localize your supply chain. Like have contact with things with actual value. They're not going to let everyone go broke and burn everything. So that fear, the, the fear scenario that gets in people's heads, don't indulge that. Where it's like, oh, everything goes to zero, burn it all, you know. That's not historically what happens. What happens is these things happen. Um, a new currency is brought in or people seek alternatives. They round up the J's. They put them in a program. I don't see that happening now because people are less um, violent now. They're just less likely to do that. Um, but it's, uh, that's why the J's are getting so scared because the more aware the population gets on the financial system... That's why I'm trying to wake people up into like a nice peaceful way where you don't have to blame Jews. You don't have to like be wrong and say that they're all in on it to like hurt you. you you're not going to be desperate. You're not going to be hungry. You're going to have friends. You're not going to feel alone. You know, we have uh, things operating outside of the B system, all that. That's why I do what I do because it's like a, a nice way of waking up. Um. I feel like they're trying to get us to pull our kin from public schools. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're trying to, they, see, this is my theory as to what they're trying to do. So they didn't have any more money for cops. The money's becoming not worth anything because, uh, not because of inflation currently, it's about to be, infl it's going to be inflation, but right now it's, uh, if you have land, water, you'll be fine. Or friends or people that just care about you, that, that you can help out. And we might end up richer. Guys, they've been howling out American productivity for 80 years. You know, America didn't get rich because of the dollar. America got hollowed out morally because of the dollar. That's the reality. If you go back and look at the houses, a lot of like, you know, factory workers lived in and one salary could provide for their whole family in 1950, they were way nicer. They'd be millions of dollars now. Well-built, not huge, but like well-built, nice houses. You know, and so don't be afraid that you're going to lose all your wealth because the financial system collapses. You're losing the, the financialization of your labor and they're going to go for the, the moon. They're going to try and tokenize NFT blockchain, every single object in the world and make every transaction usury in the entire world. It won't. It's not going to work. You know, it'll work in a level like they'll, they'll chutzpah the shit out of this thing. At the risk of sounding doomy, if anyone wants to read a chapter in some of these books, send me a message. Um, Victory Gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, you are more valuable than what you're currently living. You're being indulged. You know, back in the day, you wouldn't be able to live like you're currently living without working hard. 
But that desire to work, that desire to serve, the desire to serve God in your community was hollowed out by the, by the global fiat currency. Look at modern Jews. They're like puddles of cum. Look at Jews in 1913. They're like gangster fucking, you know, um, brilliant. Like they're so formidable 100 years ago. So formidable. And look at what happened to them. You know, look at Ben Shapiro. He's like their scary one. He's like, well, you know, we got to drop bombs. That's the scary gangster is Ben Shapiro. My sense is that the boomers aren't equipped to sustain the system and know their kid's generation doesn't have what it takes, so they're just trying to run out the clock so they can die without dealing with the full collapse. They desperately want AI to be the solution to save them because they have no faith in their children. Yeah, yeah, Toronto Jubilee is a good point because it's like they know they failed. So the, the people that did this in the early 20th century and the people that perfected it failed their, their offspring. They, a lot of them died not knowing that. Like, imagine being uh, 1913. Let's say you're a Jew in America in 1960. And you see that you went from 100 years before having to live out of a wooden wagon in, in fucking Hungary, you know, selling tricks and wintering storms and fucking fleeing and having to fight off robbers for your diamonds and gold. And, all. and now you're like, you have America. You, you have the biggest army in the world. They're like trusting, young, Christian, hardworking, faithful people. And as you die, you look at your Jew little kids and you're like, you guys inherited paradise. Ugh. And then it starts getting a little dicey. It's like, well, Vietnam's up to something. It's like, well, you know, of course we got to bomb them. Well, people aren't too happy with bombing Vietnam. Well, we're going to create our own counterculture. Jim Morrison's dad was literally the guy who started Vietnam with the, he was the Admiral in uh, Gulf of Tonkin. Okay. So you do an op where look over here, mama Cass is fat. She choked on a fucking banana or whatever. And so it, after that, it, they never had peace. They're like, Oh no, one more patch and we'll be good. It's like, okay, well the seventies came around and now we're not backed by gold anymore. Well, Kissinger's got a great idea. It's all about oil in Saudi Arabia. We can make a deal. Detroit's fucked, you know, and so what they're, what they're doing now is because they see when, when they have to give you bad news and they've been given bad news since it started. They had one fucking year before World War I when they had to, oh, we have to do that. I don't think the, the Jews that did this are like necessarily into blood. I mean, I think that a lot of them have evolved that way, but I think, I don't, I think they're like, we have to do this one giant war and then we'll be good. We have to do this Great Depression. and Oh, I forgot to tell the story about the gold. God, remind me. We have to do just this one more thing. Just Korea, this fucking Korean. They don't want to use the dollar. Just one more war. And, you know, and now we're to a point where it's like, your three-year-old's transgender, and then we're good. <laughs> so, so, um, so imagine those, those kids. And I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're not enjoying this. So their kin are like, fucked. So at this point, they're just like unequipped, just dealing with a, a thing that can't possibly work. But here's the beauty. And this is why it all ties together with Islam and Andrew Tate and my friend talking to me about Islam, where it's like the truth never changed. The truth of what a family is, what hard work means, what food tastes good. The sun shines every day. It rains. The earth is great. Right? Like, 
community feels good. Laughing feels good. Music sounds good. Like all this stuff that we do every day. Um, you know, it's like, that's not ever changing. And so, you know, the key is to get in a position where, uh, the calamity and the rumors of war don't affect you because none of this is new. None of this is new. It's just on a scale that's fairly new. Oh yeah. Subconsciously they want to die already themselves. Even people in their forties and fifties. Yeah. There's a lot of death happening right now. And so the thing about the fed and the grabbers and the system and all that, they, they give you an option for you to do it to yourself. They don't do, they didn't make Kanye West sign the contracts. They didn't make Kanye West do that. They didn't, they, you did it. And if you want to leave, the kingdom of God is a lot more physically difficult. You won't be famous. You won't be rich, but you'll have a fucking great life. And those people are simply hurting themselves. And that's why what I'm doing here, I find is good. Because I think a lot of people are waking. That's this is why I cover Babylon. Like I've had a few bears spiral. Like why do you even talk about Babylon? Just focus on gardening. Well then, that, no. Every day I can talk for three hours and people stay completely engaged. You think if I just talk about cover crops? That's no. You find the 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 sparks of truth in culture. You analyze it and you just help people like with joy and laughter. Just start exiting the cave. And, and then you understand what the cave is. And maybe you want to keep some shit in the cave. Maybe the cave's a great place to store something. Maybe you go to the cave to get your electricity. But it's still a fucking cave. The key is to not have a victim mentality and, and just be like, it's the Jews, right? Or it's the Jesuits, or it's this or that. All right, Stealth Bear. Yes, we are still cool. I haven't missed a stream since 2017, so I'm not going anywhere. Thank you very much. I take criticism as an opportunity to understand, correct, and grow. Catholics are kind of like Ukrainians. We are under puppeted control of people who aren't even Catholics. Infiltrate us, and everyone's pretty pissed at the whole thing. Yeah, and I have, and I would love to see you guys crush. I'd love to see the banking industry crush. I would love it if the Catholic Church got rid of their Moloch statue and their Jesus burning depictions in the Vatican and. Uh, they started preaching the word of God and I would be the, ha I would, I would be your biggest fan. I promise I'm not rooting against, I would, can you imagine a world where all those beautiful Catholic churches all over the world were preaching the word of God and they weren't subverting and money laundering and trying to promote war for their Rothschild fucking bank owners. I'd love it. Can you imagine if all those Catholic churches, you go in there and the priest is like all about teaching you about the word of God and the money they collect doesn't go to funding the defense against pedophilia lawsuits. It's going to like local gardens, skill buildings. And I'm sick of waiting. That's why we're doing Bertaria. I'm sick of waiting around for some fucking church to stop using all their money to defend pedophiles. And that's why we crowdfunded Ozarks and all that stuff. We, we can do it. And if we do it and the Catholics start being like, you know what? I really like fucking a kid, but that looks a lot better. Oh, Jesus. Oh, how dare you? How dare you so vulgar? It's literally the truth. And I don't find the truth vulgar. I can exaggerate and do characters and shit, but that's to keep people engaged. It's comedy. I'm a comedian. 
Ides of Apocalypse. I think IKE laid out all the groundwork. Supreme Allied Commander during Paperclip, first set of NATO, created NASA. And then after eight years, presidency warns us about all of it. Give me a break. Also, Werner von Braun's little brother was even worse. It's, if you view it as simply distractions, it, you don't get mad at it anymore. You're like, yeah, they were all part of it. And they, they definitely told themselves they were doing good. Fauci would look at you and say, you should be thankful for what I did. You should be thankful for me getting all these crazy fat fucks off the street. You should be thankful for AZT. I know how these people think. These uh, bankers and part of them and part of me understands it. They're like, you should be thankful that we created a currency system so profound that you can wire money around the world at any moment of any day. You should be thanking us. Because without the Federal Reserve, your world gets very local. You're not wiring money to France. You're not doing any of that shit. You know? And then, oh, Bitcoin, yeah, public ledger, mark of the beast, go for it. The minute you start getting into, uh, um, you know, blockchain, you're dealing with zero privacy. I know we already have very little privacy, but we still have um, governmental protections that work when it comes to banking. You're dealing with a public ledger that's gone, and and I'm I've already dealt with it. I've already I already live as if I'm being watched all the time. I feel like it's God, but if it's the government or if it's the grabbers, so be it. You know that's that's why I'm very transparent because I'm accepting that there is no more privacy because I never once you really understand that you're connected to God at all times, there's never privacy. You're never alone in this world. And so the more they go off the beaten path, the more I feel it fucks them over. And I would love it if our Jews started banking without fiat. You know, I'm not anti-Jew. I'm not anti-Tate. I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, okay, the, the number one place you can get spiritually, which I fail at all the time, is to feel... Sympathy and pity for the wicked because you know the fire they're headed to. If they are truly wicked, not that you can judge. That dude, that's next level shit. That's like Jedi shit. That's when you like really can fucking dial in. I'm not there. I would love to be there. I'd love to be in a place where I have so little ego that I don't feel I have to fix anything. I don't have that right now. Joe Gaggin, happy birthday to Mama Jean. Prayers and much love to her. Much in common with my mom, Midwestern raised, German, Jesuit college, etc. Both great women. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, my mom's amazing. 81 years old today. Awake Bear, I understand now your take on Tate is to call yourself out for your initial assumption. I think the Bears love that about you, that you're willing to question yourself even just a day later, legit. Yeah, we're all just trying to figure it out, man. You know? We're all just trying to figure it out. Imagine if I couldn't backtrack at all. I mean, yeah, it's a major bonding thing in our whole uh, uh, community. It's like, you, you don't have ego. It's not like, well, I defended you when you fucking said that. I'm like, so why do, do you feel ashamed? I don't feel ashamed. And I'm the one that thousands of people can point their dirty little fingers at. If you still believe it, go for it. I don't know the truth. I don't... I, I'm just doing my best at accurately representing what I think the truth is. I don't have the answer. I, I have some ideas, but you know, 
Praying for the mercy of your enemies. It's so fucking powerful. And I know it's easy to say that's weak because we're so used to cucks. But imagine the executioner killing the murderer, like feeling hopeful that he will be judged mercifully by God. That's so powerful. It's so much cooler than like, oh, you fucking beat the shit. You beat the shit. That gangster thug shit is so weak and it doesn't last. Like imagine really knowing, because sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I lose my faith in moments when I'm like, yeah, but what if it isn't like, like I, I have those moments and like, and you're like, but we have to do something. No, no, you, you overwhelmingly, I don't lose those moments because I know it to be true. But every now and then I'll have this little like ego flare where I'm like, no, I got it. I got to do it. <laughs> it's like, no, dude. And it's like when you really can attempt at fathoming the eternal, you don't have to punish anybody. You just have to follow the law as best as possible. Okay, whatever. I'm now starting to spiral a little bit. All right, let's read some uh, mail. The executioner, the least sinful amongst the people. Right, exactly. Well, typically the, the, the king would be the, the executioner. Like, that was a really cool part of Game of Thrones. Not that I liked the show. The first season I thought was very intriguing, especially when I watched it. Is uh, the king of the north, if he, uh, if he issued a death penalty, he had to be the one who swung the axe. Uh, and that's totally the way to live where your king has, to, if, if you can't, cause killing a man is very hard. And so if you decree someone should die and you can't see the blood, you're not supposed to be king. And a king that doesn't follow his own decree should be taken out by the next guy who should be king. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or the decree of God. All right. Hi, Big Bear. It was a week to remember. Your first stream was the poor dog dying. Sorry to hear. I could tell you love that dog. We had one of the good men of the church die while an out-of-the-town job. He died alone in a hotel room. He was 38. Had four kids and an attractive wife that sings for the worship band. Life is hard to understand, and God's ways remain a mystery to me. I will miss seeing him carry the pastor's stand onto the stage. We had an awesome healing and praise worship uh, night, Wednesday night, and I just feel closer and closer to these people. I walked into that church scared, freshly vaxxed, and wearing my mask a whole year ago. The first thing I noticed was no one was wearing the mask. Next, the singer was great. She was belting out some great songs. I really felt the spirit. You're right, Big Bear. Find community. Put the cash in the pan. <laughs> Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and get out of them grave clothes. Well, that is my two and a half paragraphs for this day. Please forgive the typing, but it raises my thoughts to a higher and hopefully more understandable letter. Your week of streams was epic. The ye bit was great. Thank you, Vance Bear. P.S. Can you tell us what country the camp is in? County. Yeah, Texas County. And off air. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down, yeah. You don't have to heal the world. <laughs> like, if you're worrying about other people's faiths and other people's sins and other people's corruption, other people's con worlds, you're, you're, you're distracted from your own. 
That was so, that was trippy. A uh, fly just landed on the, on the camera right as I said, you're distracted. And it became a fuzzy picture. Whoa. I love that shit. And I fall for it all the time. I, I fail all the time at that. All the time. Because the more you're just focused on doing your job well, the more it does uplift other people. If you're like, no, you, the Pope has to fucking change. He's not. There's a painful old Spanish comedy, El Verdugo, about a young man um, reluctantly falling into the executioner position as a secure civil service job. Whoa, that's intense. All right, here we go. Let's continue. I hate every time I hear someone has died, I think they must have got the jab. I know. Is that a psyop? I do the same thing. As soon as I read that, I'm like, jab, instead of like compassion. Is that a psyop? Are we I, like I feel that can't be good that we do that. I do it every time. Someone's like, "Oh, this person got rapid cancer and his dad." I'm like, "Jab." The first thing I think is like, "Oh, fucking jab." And listen to Vanceberry. He's like, "Oh yeah, I was vaccinated, wearing a mask, found my community. I'm crushing." It, it's like it's so much bigger than the jab. The jab is clearly just another misdirect uh, distraction. It's obviously unhealthy. It obviously is leading to death. But like. I, I, I did get, I have a callus on my heart right now about it. Like every time I hear a death, I'm just like, fucking vaccine, vaccine, jabbed. That's what happens. And it, it separates me from my humanity. And I, I did it right there as I was reading the letter. I, and I know it's wrong. <laughs> well, it's true, says Demar. You don't know it's true. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Yes, the vax is fucking killing people, Denmark Bear, obviously. But that's always my reaction now. Every time I'm like, jab, jab. What if that whole psyop is just to keep people from seeing another thing that's killing people as well, <laughs> right? What if only God can take someone and that's the actual reality? What if, like, every time we just go, oh, fucking jab, what an idiot. Like, what if that's hurt? There's so many though. Oh, I trust me, I know we're in a die-off culling right now. Trust me, I beat the anti-vax drum so hard that I was kicked out of my last remaining vestiges of mainstream uh, social media. So if anybody wants to cash in the karma of spiritual points, it's fucking me. Where it's like, oh, I saved everyone, you know, I was just saving people, but. Don't you guys have that feeling where you're like, I, I don't feel the same way as I used to when people die. Oh, oh yeah, I got I to gotta comment on this. Because part of me thinks the jab psyop now is a way for us to accept depopulation without feeling it and feeling entitled. Because, okay, that's why I think they did Black Lives Matter is because they couldn't have cops anymore like they did. There's not enough young, strong men, honorable men to fill all those positions and be paid properly. So they wanted to give people virtue for going against it because they were getting rid of the police. I think they want to do a surveillance thing and send social workers to your house and have a little uh, iPod pad and go, is this you shitting on someone's lawn? Um, and so they offer you a way to get virtue and pride with something they already wanted to do. And I think they did that with COVID. They said, we're going to break the supply chains to cause deflation. We're going to shut down the economy. 
but we're going to give you pride that you're saving your grandmother. You're no, you're no longer a coward. You're now, you're now the good guy. You know, uh, when people start calling out the banking system, it's like, okay, now if you push the new globalist fag coin that it's going to take 99% of people's buying power, you're now protecting those Jews. You're saving the Jews just like FDR did. <laughs> right? It's like, so we can't pay teachers anymore and, and the public schools are all falling apart and the dollars has no buying power anymore. So you're going to take your kids out of school because you're saving them from uh, learning, like from being gay, mask wearing, vac vaccine ladled drones. <laughs> right? Because I'm doing that. I'm like, you know, we're homeschooling our kids and we feel really great about ourselves and everything. And I'm like, yeah, they, they, want, they want people to take their kids out of school. They can't run schools. It's so, imagine if they just came out and they're like, we can't pay cops. People would be like, all the fucking blacks in the cities, even like the, the violent nig types, they'd be like, man, so who's going to patrol our motherfucking neighborhood when young Tyrese is out there and now you saying you can't afford to, to police this area? Why? Because that's how it used to be in the 70s. In the 70s and 80s, they cut back on cops in inner cities and they'd be like, man, when a nigga dies in the city, the cops don't arrive for two hours because none of y'all motherfuckers care about niggas. And then they burn everything. So what do they do? They go, black lives matter. And they go, now that we're getting rid of police, it's because, because of you. And so now all the same blacks in the cities are like, yeah, now they don't come for two hours when a nigga gets shot. Because black lives matter. As we build alternatives, we also relieve their overburdened system. Yeah, yeah, that's why, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We are relieving their overburdened system. I should be getting an award from these fucking Jews. The Federal Reserve should send me a plaque. I'm, by the way, for those of you that don't know, I'm, I'm mostly joking, but there's some truth to this. That says, thank you for taking some burden off our fucking Ponzi scheme so people don't kill all the Jews again. Anyway, let's read another letter. Hello, Big Bear. I haven't been writing. My apologies. Um, money and time have gotten a bit tight as of late. I'm not worried like I normally would be. It's merely an opportunity to figure out how to build my own stuff and to crush. The wheels are falling off a lot of things these days, including the industry I am in. Since way back, I've had the feeling that one day I was going to have to get out. But I think that day is coming. A collapsing economy is unkind to vanity pimps like myself. I'm supposed to be working right now. Instead, I'm screwing off and trying to run out the clock. It's an opportunity, though. My mental energy is able to focus elsewhere. The next phase of my career. What areas of my life need cleaning up and... Growing my understanding of God's plan for me, and I find calamity and uncertainty a bit exciting. Me too. Yeah, enjoy the ride. The ride never ends. Volunteer cops sound like a solution. Guys, if communities actually like did their own policing, it's unreal how much money you'd save. Like, let's say the system does collapse and there's no more taxes. All right, let's say you pooled together your resources and every uh, landowner gave like, 10 carrots a month or a dozen eggs a month to like the local sheriff and they're patrolling a thousand people. 
That's fucking tons of resources. You know, like Little House on the Prairie has it dialed in, man. It's Little House on the Prairie is America's Sharia law. <laughs> just, just read the, the, the um, Laura Ingalls Wilder books and be like, okay, that, that, okay, that and that. Okay, that's how we, we do this. And dude, there's way more wealth when you do that. You're being fucking totally, like, like this. Like cops a lot of times just hide. They sit in their cars and don't do anything now. Because if they do anything, they're, uh, you know, they, uh, they're called racist. Like let's say a cop in California sees some nig trying to like rape a woman and shoots the nig. Um, you know, the, the cop might go to jail. It's like, oh, how dare you? Even if the cop's black, they're like, oh, even blacks can be white supremacy. It's so stupid, and it's from a, a Ponzi scheme collapsing. If you're growing carrots, you probably don't need to be patrolled. No, but you do want to have a town sheriff. Everyone does, just to manage. Now, every now and then, you'll get a gypsy hopping a fence and stealing the carrot. <laughs> we have volunteer fire departments. Yeah, yeah, great. In uh, Boundary County, it's so sparse that you have to pay to have fire service. Like, it's not assumed. That's why property tax there is so cheap. It's one reason why I can really take my time with Ursa Rio because uh, I don't have to make money on it to pay taxes because my taxes are $400 a year. All right? So don't worry too much about Ursa Rio. Um, I had one of my lawyer friends look into it as well. Another lawyer. But he's just helping. Um, he's the man, though. Maybe we'll, we'll do something fun. Lawyers ruin it for everyone. It's still an offer. That's why I'm not trying to sue people for money because it's like I would only do a lawsuit if it's uh, if I'm cornered and I'm and I feel I'm losing my my uh, constitutional rights. People have been suing each other for profit for a very long time, and so you can blame the lawyer. But you know, did you have to get five million dollars because you spilled a cup of coffee on your leg? Like the industry has been encouraged and. Uh, you know, exalted because of people's greed. All right. Um, hunger and necessity and new challenges bring out the best in those who aren't afraid to put in the sweat equity. I greatly appreciate the talk of the spirit realm and the demons I've always felt like I was insane for feeling the presence of the other realms. Most disappointing is when I present these thoughts and ideas to people of religious persuasions they get nervous suggest i might need help or that the bible wasn't talking about actual demons right so so all the references to demons in the bible not real and you need to go see a jew who'll give you pills right that's why it's uh real easy to call people fake christians but i would recommend against it and yes i've i've done i've made that mistake many times i was referring to the old times that's a good point it's not gokey bear yeah, you don't really need uh, police in the old days because there was less people and they were all uh, extremely moral. Because if you slip up and bear false witness or accuse somebody of something or you have laziness or whatever, like you fucking died from like freezing or starvation or people would not let you around. You know, the fiat currency of this like comfortable wealth that's been printing like mad has made people soft and gay. And, uh, you know, we're turning that around with the bears. I'm really happy with what we're doing. I think it's the perfect time to do it. I feel really inspired every morning to do these streams. I really hope I don't 
put fear out there with the talk of like what's happening to the dower. This, this attitude that she has is amazing. All right, Kyneton says, fun fact, the 5 million figure for McDonald's coffee wasn't on purpose. The jury picked what does McDonald's make on coffee on any given morning from like an hour as the reward for the old woman burned by the coffee. Then the calculation came later. Interesting. Even though that doesn't even make any sense. It's like, no, it's about your losses. Like how much did you really lose from burning your skin with coffee? And then people get so angry and they feel so entitled. They go, well, it's McDonald's. They're evil. Take it. It's Alex Jones. He's evil. Take his money. No, but what's the truth though? When you go buy a coffee, if it was too hot and you burn your little bitchy leg, is it worth $5 million to make you whole again? No. If Alex Jones questions the reality of Sandy Hook, is that worth a billion dollars? Is that, is that more painful than the alleged death of your child? No. I hate McDonald's. I think it's poison food that causes cancer. They're terrible to their animals. They're an evil fucking company. I think it's a eugenics program. But if you buy their coffee and you burn your skin, it's not worth $5 million. You know, it might arguably is worth nothing because coffee's hot. And you assume responsibility when you get the coffee that it was made by hot water. If it's like boiling and you weren't warned, yeah, they should cover your medical bills and maybe... uh, some restitution for work you missed or something. But other than that, it's like, it's just like crazy. Like, why is that old woman entitled to all the profits McDonald's made for one hour? How does that have anything to do with burning your leg? No, the way the criminal or the way the uh, lawsuit should work is what will, what, what trans... If someone transgresses you, how much to make you whole? Right? It's like, that's it. And so is it $5 million makes you feel better about the, your burned knee? Is that really it? My wife is part of a practicing Christian family. They do not sue. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm not against lawsuits. I'm not. But it has to be logically and biblically accurate. Where it's like, you can sue for the government to acknowledge their rights according to the contract you have as a citizen. You can sue if someone transgresses you and steals from you to be made whole again, or if someone, you know, costs your business. Like if people intentionally with malice try to ruin your business and they successfully do it, you can sue for that money. In my opinion. But, you know, the, the greed of lawsuits is really, I, I'm totally against it. And I'm, even if someone fucks you over, it's still like suing is pretty gay, but. All right. Is the book, um, I do believe in biblical sevenfold retribution if it's something really bad. Yeah, if somebody uh, steals your cow, they might owe you seven cows or something like that. But you have to have malicious intent. If just some retarded McDonald's over, over boils the water, it's not worth $5 million. It just isn't. And it's like, if, if, if a shock jock's opinion offends you, that's not worth a billion dollars. It's not worth any money. You don't have a right to not be offended. But if someone like, like the, the, 
the Boundary County may legitimately start getting into the realm where they're costing me business. Or not. I don't know. I, I don't want to get in that world. I hate that world. Okay. Um, is the book the word of God or is it not? The path through time that has been trod by demons is clear to me now. They always have been around and up to no good. I find comfort in that, oddly. I don't need to find the name of the politician that's running everything. Knowing that they're all puppets in a dumb, gay circus act is a relief. Yeah, it is a relief. Exactly. The demon realm, I think, is like a sliding glass door. A lot of people aren't even aware of that door for some. They can sense it, even hear what's going on behind it. That's um, that uneasy feeling like you're being watched. For some people, that door slides open and they can hear, see, and even feel things that come through that door. Many times at work, I felt the sensation of a hand resting on the back of my head. Now, that's your Jewish boss. But you can't say anything because that's anti-Semitism. And he will remind you that over 80 years ago, there was allegedly a Holocaust. Sometimes it will stroke my hair. Oh, David. It only happens at work and it's happened at more than one location. No surprise because the energy in these places runs a little hot, one could say. For the people that would be called things like schizophrenic, that glass door between the worlds disappears entirely. One world spills into the other and back again. There's no spiritual help for those people. Just uh, tell them, like little Andy Cuomo told Yi, take your pills. I don't know if you saw uh, Marzinski on PAT Life podcast, but it was incredible. Yeah, PAT's doing great. He's talking to those people and to their demons in these times. It's best to not lie about what we are truly dealing with. I really appreciate you working so hard to talk to us every day. I like order and I like routine. You are a part of my everyday routine. I don't catch you live as that's when the opening bell rings here at the Beast Ranch. And I got to do a lot of talking and listening. It's great to check in later in the day. Though there are always so many synchronicities between my day and what's being discussed, that good energy flow keeps me pumped up. Even with a bunch of perverted, nose-picking demons walking around, there's such good, strong, godly energy around. It's like a golden thread connecting all who live in truth. What a beautiful letter and an honor. Anyway, a wonderful day to you and to all the bears. Here's a few gravel bucks for you. A little extra since the weather is getting cooler. My wardrobe lesbian factor increases by 10% for every five degrees. The mercury drops below 55. That's Fahrenheit, of course. I'm not a commie. I did chip in for Ursa, Missouri, and I can't wait. The Ozarks are a mere five hours from my home behind enemy lines in the state of Illinois. I'm so thrilled to be a part of something lasting, something that matters. I was unable to have children of my own. It comforts me to think I will leave a small piece of me to generation after generation of bear cubs. May they grow wise and strong on God's acre. Lost and found bear. What a fucking beautiful letter. Man, I'm very honored to have you guys. Um, why is Owen messaging me about bank and market collapse right now on Telegram? Because that's not me. 
Telegram. T.me slash Owen Benjamin is a Pakistani troll. Okay? I don't know if you guys have figured that out. It doesn't take long. I'm T.me slash Owen Benjamin comedy. Some dirty little dot took it. And uh, that's it. That's Their whole thing is spamming. All right. Great fucking letter. Great fucking letter. Dearest Big Bear, I'm only eight minutes into episode 1519 and had to pause it to write this letter to you. I've grown up with dogs my whole life and share your love for them. Every time I lose one, it hurts pretty bad. Now that I have two sons, in part due to you and your streams, I am looking for a good breed for them to grow up with. Once when I was a boy, my dad ran over our black lab snapping her back leg. I knew it was an accident, but my dad still cried. Another time I had a pit bull named Barco Bama. Oh yeah, it's like George, every time I pull in, he runs right at the truck. He's like, yeah! And I'm like, <sighs> I have like fucking PTSD over it now. I'm just like, stop George. And I literally am going one mile an hour. And he's just like, and I'm like, dude, move. They love Cars, they love them. They're like, yeah, my, my buddy's here. This fucking truck is great. He was only five when he had a stroke in his spine, which paralyzed him. We had to put him down, and my father and I both cried as we buried him. Your pain for loving Sophie came through your stream very strong. I feel for your loss. I personally believe she will be waiting for you in heaven, ready to jump on your lap once again, whenever you meet again. You're a fucking awesome don't ever quit shelling out the gravy. Love you, brother. From Arizona, Oso Libre. Thank you, Oso Libre. That was a wonderful, um, wonderful letter and very heartfelt. Yeah, Black Labs are great dogs. Bard voice. Greetings to the bod of the Northwest. And no, I don't mean the bod of Kanye's son. His name's Northwest. Oh, and he moved to the Northwest. He just loves that direction, I guess. Thought I'd out with a quick note that I, yes, I, have figured out the great secrets of the Trinity. The best way to understand, if you see, is not to imagine water, ice, and steam, but to instead imagine a loaf of bread. The three in one is actually flour, water, and yeast, and we are the fourth element, the pinch of salt. This is why he told us to be the salt of the earth, you see. I'm joking, but hope you appreciate this analogy. I find it to be easier to digest. That one's for you, Coddington. End of bard voice. Switching subjects, I'm excited to have just added our donation online towards building Bertaria Ozarks. By the way, that's BertariaCampgrounds.com. My wife and I have been actively looking for and praying for other land or a home whenever God wants us to officially put down roots over the past two years. I've been adamant this whole time that we would not rush into anything or buy out of an ounce of fear. Good, smart. That's why I always hope to not be doing fear. Because even though our financial system is really wacky right now, um, no, no man knows the hour and just keep crushing. Like, don't do anything in fear. You know, really calm. And, and I don't know what the future is for the dollar. And, um, and I'd love... I'm, after this letter, I'll read any final super chats and I'll ask you guys um, what you think because a lot of you guys know stuff that I don't know. 
My turkeys run up to my car when I pull in, nerve-wracking. I don't want to take one out. Yeah, I know, I know. So far away from turkey, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, like, my dogs are way worse than my chickens when it comes to the car. That's why now when I go in and out, I can't, I put Honey and Benny in the fucking barn. Like, I'm not even messing around. It's like, and then I let them out again, but it's like every day I think about Sophie. All right. Um, then we will know and we will strike. Fast forward today and we have felt an incredible urge to Missouri and more specifically around Bertaria Ozark. Since community building with like-minded folks is at the top of our priority list and since discovering that the areas surrounding Bertaria Ozarks are actually affordable, yeah it is, we thought let's go for it. So we were driving out this week to meet with a legendary realtor, Anjan Sanbear, out there and we will be putting an offer on our very first home purchase soon. At this point in my life, aside from providing basic needs for my family, I really just want my wife to have good women to hang with and for my children to get to hang out and have fun with other good children. That's a great goal, brother. Um, and I really would love to be around other men to build with. I've been solo building for some time now, and this is the time to build together, to build each other up and to be there for each other. We will see how it all unfolds, but we are excited and already know some amazing bears in the area that we get to know at the national that we got to know at the national festival and through the BT app as well. Thanks for all you and buckets do on the daily. Appreciate your work and love this community. Keep crushing, just crush bear. Thank you, just crush bear. What a great day! Uh, what a great day of letters. Thank you all very much. I'll just do one more. Dear Big Bear, it's been about eight months since I, I last wrote, which was also my first letter. In that time, there's been a lot of crushing personal growth and abundance. I want to thank you personally for great advice that has gotten me to where I am now. So enclosed are the Babylonian magical rectangles for Ozarks. I think I already read this one. Who wrote this? Um, yeah, Medved Bear. I read that one. I read that the other day. It was very generous, and thank you. Yeah, I can tell because you're on the list. All right. Um, all right, in the chat on Telegram, the Speakeasy Saloon, um, what do you guys see coming financially? Because I don't, I don't always know. I get ideas, but let me know. And then, Kai and Tin, any final super chats, and I'll land the plane. But I just want to use our, uh, our think tank. Let's, let's create a hive mind, bears. And uh, give me any intuitions or experience, because I'm not in the financial world. Uh, I'm not a mathematic autist. And I know some of you guys are. It will be a slow burn, but no collapse. Um, but doesn't it feel like things are getting faster and faster? Historically, there has been collapses. But I, I see what you're saying. It's not going to be a Mad Max collapse. I never thought that. But I do think that they're gonna, like, there is going to be a point when the dollar buying ability, that's why the Ukraine thing is so um, existential for them. Because if you have alternatives and huge countries are no longer using the world reserve currency of the dollar, Saudi Arabia bails, then the, dollar, the, the buying capacity goes really low. Uh, but I know what you're saying, though. It's not a call if you... I'm going to make as much money as possible until the dollar collapses, then buy land 
Inflation on commodities, deflation on assets. Interesting. I can tell you people aren't buying shit right now. That's true. Poverty, says Denmark Bear. Well, you know, empowered poverty is a good time. Shit hits the fan after election. Uh, I think they will roll out anything, but pushback will make it stop. Uh, digital fiat phase seems close. They need us to keep working until they can plug us into the meta. Yeah, I don't think the meta is working very well. I don't think that big data is the savior they thought it was. Just like the HIMAR missiles weren't the savior or, you know, they keep looking for saviors that, that don't actually do anything. It's just like script writing, comedy room writing distractions. U.S. paper dollars will rule for next two decades. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that'd be good for me. It'd be good for you guys. I don't want it to collapse. Dollar is strong overseas, and it's going to only get stronger. I think there's a liquidity problem for the dollar right now, which is why there's going to be a lot of sovereign bankruptcies. Next special vehicle will be fake nukes. I can see that. Internally, the dollar will still be used, shitcoin dollar, if you leave. Get your cash out of the bank. I don't, I don't think that matters. Where's the workforce? Immigration will increase. Yeah, but it's all over the world the workforce sucks. <laughs> like uh, Latin America, they went from eight kids to one, two kids and gay guys. You know, like I've got a lot of great intel about Costa Rica from Gardner, and they're facing the same problems. There's been a massive decline in uh, workforce population. Crypto push will fail. How can a debt-based currency collapse? Oh, it just loses its ability to buy anything. It's like you have a million dollars and no water. So the problem is a lack of commodities and a lack of labor. So you can, you know, and that, and a lot of that happened as they print, as they, they inflated the dollar. Yeah, you're right. You can use sticks if you want to trade commodities and labor. But if you have like a crashing industrial base, a crashing commodities base and no labor, how can it, um, that's a good question though. Everything is happening faster than I would have ever expected. That chick PM of the UK only lasted a couple weeks, for example. Yeah. I think heaven on earth, well, eventually. I think it'll crash, but the Fed will lower rates to keep pushing for a few more years. Yeah, they're building up a squirt with this 5% percentage. That means that when they want to, they can lower it, get a flood. I think they might have one more left. I think, yeah, I think Boer Bear might be right, where they do fake nukes. You know, print, 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 lower the uh, 5% to 0%, zoom to the, you know, and then um, a lot of, um, a lot of money and then, and then uh, poverty. Like poverty for the dependent. I just hope housing goes down. Well, uh, an uneducated economist says he thinks that housing's about to crash because unemployment is raising. Um, ever since I started focusing on God, providing my needs and his righteousness, don't beg for bread. I just keep doing what I'm doing. Well, that's exactly what you should be doing. I just want to see what other people think about. And whenever stuff gets more expensive, I realize my income grows and it wasn't necessarily anything I, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's the winner mentality. But I also, I'm going to use this community as a resource to kind of put our heads together and figure it out. Don't Bear says, sorry if I missed the discussion, but did you talk about New York rehiring and giving back pay to everyone who stood their ground and got fired over mandates? Pretty badass for the legends who refused the offer. Yeah, it all, that always is what happens. When 
FDR made it illegal to own gold. The government did a law that said you had to give them your gold and they'd give you $20 per ounce. Two years later, when they reversed the law because no one did it, uh, gold was worth $35. So if you were, if you gave up your gold, uh, you actually lost almost 100% or uh, you know a huge amount of its value. It always ends. The, the lies never work. It always fails. That's why the, the Federal Reserve and the bankers, they keep going from one nonsense to the next. And people's memories have to get so short. So they're like, so George Floyd's a hero, but Kanye needs to take his pills? You know, that was, guys, that's been a, a three-year period. They're making golden statues of a fentanyl-addicted violent felon to saying the fourth richest black man in America needs to take his pills because he's criticizing Jews. George Floyd held a knife to a pregnant woman's belly. Believe all women. Me too. Only white people can be racist. And you just start looking at this, you're like, because they're going from like, lie, 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 because the lies are fading faster. It's not working like they did. Like the moon landing lasted like decades. You know, the Holocaust lasted for like decades. People bought every ounce of that. Every Oh, how dare you? Oh, they're such little, they're just, they're just trying. The boomers are still spending. I don't have financial intel, but say, staying at work for the sole purpose of finishing out the live stream with BB is definitely financial beneficial to my company. That's awesome. A hundred garlics coming in the spring. I like where your head's at. That's great. They're breaking it to do legal restructuring of England's Europe, America, Australia, Canada, et cetera. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's like, I don't think they're pumped about it. I think they, they're constantly covering holes in a sinking ship. Kyneton said, my knee-jerk theory is there's a group of Jews, actual Jews, who are like autistically trying to just keep it going. The people who told you you can print money hypothetically forever. Yeah, I had some, some good Jews tell me that. But it's reaching a tipping point. Yeah, because you have to have a monopoly to do that. And so now that there's other upstart groups that like Russia, <laughs> that's when it all falls apart. One group know, knows the tipping point and are adjusting. One group is doing everything possible to keep the machine going. Both groups are following fractally the pattern, so the dreidel is spinning wildly as a result. I totally agree, Cod. Meta and AI isn't working well because it relies on the quality of the people plugged into it. Exactly. Uh, shit data in, shit data out. And because they're so offended and so intolerant, ironically, of other opinions like mine, they're not getting my data on Facebook. They're not getting your data on Facebook because they can't hear it. And so they don't have functional AI. They don't, not that it's ever artificial intelligent, they're just algorithms, but they don't have fun, functional data sets because they're too offended by shit. They're like, okay, everyone give us their opinion and we'll come up with algorithms. And someone's like, well, this is my opinion. Oh, not that one, not that science. Oh, not that data, that's bad data. Okay, well, good luck with that. And that quality is degrading rapidly. Yes, exactly because they're encouraging all the dumb, stupid people. Professionally, I still see consolidation of people going to work for the major giant woke companies. Compliance will be demanded if you wanna work and eat. Uh, well, in those worlds, and they're just gonna keep firing people. Mexican peso is pretty strong. Canada slowed the interest rate increase today, a sign their Babylon economy continues to teeter on the edge of a cliff. They are admitting they can't even get to 5% without tanking everything. 
Oh, yeah, and there's also a six to eight month delay. So we haven't even seen the results of that shit yet. People start understanding real value. Amen to that. Latin Americans are, are high in inflation because buying dollars there are very expensive. Yeah, the dollar, king dollar is still crushing the world. I think there's a tipping point. They're searching for where the general population has more debt combined than they do. At that point, a shift in currency might happen all based on forgiveness. I like that. If a large amount of people pass away in the next year, the currency might continue, which I'm not rooting for. Yeah, I mean, if they can kill off the boomers, that's $70 trillion that they can flood in. That's why they're vaxxing the shit out of these people. Shitty grocery store eggs are $5 a dozen now in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, but compare it to like Czech Republic. Their rabbit is now served in restaurants. That's awesome. Their models are trained on woke BS, so they can only predict things based on purple-haired people wearing rollerblades. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're, they're, they, they won't admit that they're not ex accepting all the data. So Because I've been listening to Crow's recent episodes about how scary data is and how they like can predict stuff and they're collecting data all the time. Eh, I think that they uh, claim to be doing that and they do it. They do it in a very flawed, broken, haphazard way because all AI is actually just algorithms and they're run by people that are really mentally deficient. And so, um, God has gifted us with an amazing community of crushers. We will make it out of this if it's God's plan for us, given the signs we have uh, seen, we will survive. That's exactly right. Yeah, none of this is about fear porn. I just want to get, um, the more we understand this shit, it's just interesting, man. I like grab football. I'm not, it's my entertainment. Some people focus on like what fucking Peyton Manning's up to. I like to see what the, you know, Ben Bernanke's up to. <laughs> Not rooting for it, but I wonder if the death, despair, and lower population is enough to allow the system to coast for at least another decade. I bet it, if I was to predict when, when it really starts getting fucked up, I would say 2030. I, again, I don't know at all. It could be tomorrow. It could be 2060. I don't know. I just think that at that point, it's going to be like we it, the the major financial systems are going to be really weird, but right now the clown world is like it's it's going faster and faster, where it's like black guys matter, believe all women, not this black man, not this woman, believe that, believe it. It 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 used to like the the spells, you know, like who is that one black guy that got beat up? You know, like uh, I can't remember his name. The old spells like Elian Gonzalez and. And the spells of like, uh, I don't know. I don't care. I think 2024 is the year. I think 2030. Been a lot of earthquakes lately. The system is nested inside of another system and so on. Crashes are just correction. Well, yeah, but at some point, it doesn't work anymore. Rodney King, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they coast on Rodney King for like 10 years, 15 years. Can't we all just get along? You're trying to hurt me. All right, that's it for me today. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for that uh, feedback. Um, the beauty of all of it is the truth never changes. And we're in a world of unlimited abundance. And that doesn't mean you have to own a cattle ranch. Oh, I don't even have a garden. 
it's abundance in every area of life. It's not just one. I think we're looking at a major clown event within three weeks. Is that my right? I think so, too. If you look at what's been going on with the, the dirty bomb revelations of the false flag thing in uh, Ukraine, I, I really think that the nuclear shit is their main thing right now. Um, black can't be racist, but they can be anti-Semitic against a race. Exactly. They can't be racist against white people, but they can be racist against the richest white people in the world. It's like retarded. And that's why it's all about porn, Adderall, fluoride, alcohol, nonsense. Because like you have to at this point be so fucking mentally broken to not realize that that is not a coherent worldview. What about the fact that chess computers can teach themselves now? Yeah, within a framework. You know, there's, there's AI learning where an algorithm can learn from itself, but only in like a little area. It can't grow spiritually. It can't make its own decisions. It just learns how to be the most efficient at one thing. Now, if you're putting bad data into it or data that isn't complete or data that doesn't matter, it just becomes nonsense. I've seen many models um, that are just nonsense driven. No alien invasion? I don't think so. I don't think that that would work. Strategic Reserve is going dry oil hike after their election. Uh, what about, okay, yes, all AI learning is still at the mercy of whoever designed and fed the data. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it just learns how to do its task very well. And that's it. And it's all and the task is based on the living conscious man who puts the data in. And if that man is offended by certain data and isn't giving a complete picture, then the AI, it's almost like bad gears in a clock, a little bit off any prejudice, any intolerance. If you're not completely autistically plugging in data, it's just over time, the gears like, it's actually like the more AI advances, the more it becomes fucking crazy and nonsensical with a faster pace. I have a coworker who dropped three separate pallets of glass on three separate occasions because he didn't have his Adderall. Whoa. Google should rename itself No Logos. What about the fact chess computers can now teach themselves now? Hardwood Bear, I think I just addressed that. All right, Kyneton, final Super Chats. Alien invasion, yes, U.S. invading Ukraine. That's hilarious. And Lex Friedman's are feeding it. Um, liquor rates are a hell of a drug. All right, unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Entropy streamed out live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. BertariCampgrounds.com. This has been a blast as always. AI can work on a limited chessboard, but not on an unlimited possibilities of the world. Exactly. Thank you, Toronto Jubair. Yeah, those acts of God change everything. And unless you have a living man to interpret it and pivot and adapt and overcome, it becomes like a joke. It's like a clownish joke. And then you all these people so terrified that they're going to lose their, their thing that has no meaning, they just start spouting bullshit. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruiting, bull guy.